Hello and welcome to Dam- Dammit Vince, our year review show, our last episode of 2021. Um, I'm joined by, with Paul and Joe. How are you, Paul? I'm good, thank you, mate. A little bit tired. Uh, been working a lot, but other than that, good and looking forward to the episode tonight. Cool. And Joe, how are you? Uh, just coming out of COVID. Uh, I survived. Thanks, NHS, for your vaccines. <laughs> I'm Dolly Parton as well. Just thanks for being around. You make it all worthwhile. Yeah, I felt like shit, mate. Absolute shit over Christmas. Uh, got it four, three, four days before Christmas. Uh, and yeah, now just about feel normal. It's not killed me, but I wouldn't want to go through it again in a hurry. So oh. wash your hands, wear your masks. <laughs> yeah, all for you was about it, yeah? You had yeah, it. It's awful. It's <laughs> shit. It's, yeah, it's the worst I've felt in a long time. I've never seen you look like that before when, you, when I brought you food. That's all. Yeah, yeah, I was. It, the worst thing with me was the migraine. It was uh, I don't get headaches, and I had a migraine for like six straight days, solid where oh. I could barely open my eyes. I didn't. I lost my taste and smell, and just had a bad migraine. But I didn't really have flu-y symptoms. But the migraine knocked me out. It was horrendous. I've never felt anything like it. I've just been tired, but I've also had like pressure there in my face, like on my nose and my eyes. Yeah, no, like, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. recommend it. it, it uh, I'm not going to get on me, me pie horse, but <laughs> <laughs> it is a real thing. Go and get Absolutely. your injections. Absolutely. Wash your hands. Yeah. Wear a mask. Don't be a dick. <laughs> and welcome, damn it, Vince. Mate, so so says Doctor Joe. Damn I work for the NHS. It's fine. I'm <laughs> basically qual. I'm more qualified than Julian McKeith. Because, because John's not here. Don't start. Fl- watching I, the I still tag don't around. know what sharks are. <laughs> Yeah, make sure to follow, follow us on, at DammitVinsPod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, this week, you may realise there, there is no John. So there is no John's news this week. Um, I, I wouldn't want to try and do it. I wouldn't be able to do it justice. So it's going to be more of a review show. Uh, review some of the shows from the last week or so. Look back at 2021, uh, some of our moments of the year. And then make some predictions for day one on the 1st of Jan coming up. This year gone. Uh, kick off with AEW then, assume. So Rampage, Dynamite, blend them into one, send hook. I think we're a Dynamite from last week missing as well, aren't we? But who can remember oh, yeah. these things so far back? There's <laughs> so much things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hook, uh, proving to be just an absolute merc, innit? Yeah, lovely stuff. Preferred uh, this match to then the first one, to be honest. Really? I don't know. I think I liked the novelty of the first one. Uh, the fact that he yeah, just came out and didn't give a shit. It's the same thing with this one, but um, it was I know a lot. In size, and uh, it was it was a different test. Yes, I think that's what it's yeah. going to be, isn't it? The, 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 not the seven trials of Jericho, but the varying weights of Hook. Um, I did enjoy him no no selling the pile driver like his dad. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen the amount of fucking crybabies on the internet, and it's like, oh, it ruins the illusion. And I'm like, if it was a straight fight, that guy would just squash him with his belly. Like it, it's wrestling. What did you make of it, Paul? I know when we talked after his debut, you didn't understand the the Hook hype because you didn't realize he'd been built up over no, a year I, or so. I, like you what you what you watch some debuts and you know you watch some matches and you think wow you know like like I, I'll never forget years and years ago when um, Bobby Lashley debuted on SmackDown and I was like Jesus Christ like like and, and just the way you look but then the way he was in the ring and everything you were like he's gonna be something special um, with Hook obviously I know he's got a different look and things like that um, but the, you know the family pedigree um, and yeah it, you know he was good but 
after the debut, I wasn't like, I was impressed, but I wasn't like blown away. Like everyone on Twitter was going crazy for it. But I think they were going crazy for it because it was good and because it had such a long build up. And if it was such a long build up and it flopped, then obviously that was the risk, wasn't it? But because it was good and it was smooth. Uh, but this second match, um, I really enjoyed. And I love the no sell of the pile job because I genuinely think they just did that to wind people up. Like, they, <laughs> they, they, you know, it, you know it, it, it wasn't like a... It, it was sort of like Taz did, but they knew that what kind of reaction that would get on social media. And like Cody and the other guys in the back at AEW are probably going, do you know what? Let's just wind people up. And and, and I really liked it. Like I laughed. I laughed out loud. I was like, that's brilliant. Um, Cody's whole shtick now, though, isn't it? He's just winding people up. Well, I mean, judging by this week's episode of Rampage, which we'll probably get onto, I, it, that's another thing that Cody's probably done to wind people up because he keeps getting booed. Um, but when you've got the power to do it, you've got the power to do it. So, but yeah, I enjoyed it. And I'm, I, I look forward to longer matches with Hook. I look forward to him having 15, 20, 30 minutes in the future as well. Did you see the post Rampage show thing with Tony Khan in the ring? Yeah. And Co- Cody was in there, right, as well? Yeah. And he's yeah. booked. He said, right, let's book it the next time we're in Greensboro, wherever it was. Yeah. yeah. That'll be a good match. Oh, well, you already mentioned Cody. So, thoughts? I gave you a spoiler, didn't I, on Christmas Day? <laughs> yeah. Is that I, was, I just wanted to go yeah, back to the, the thing of, of them <laughs> yeah. building something up and it being terrible. Uh, if anyone's still watching Raw, how long is it taking for Via, Via Mahan to get there? Because he must be coming by yodel, mate. Because <laughs> fuck knows. But I have a feeling when he debuts, he'll debut and then he'll fucking disappear again because they didn't yeah. get the reaction that they wanted with it. Did you not see what I put in the group before about how they've changed the message now? No. So WWE last night with the package is like coming to Raw, but then they put on Twitter, send, send Veer. Oh, yeah. So, so you're having a leech off other people's popularity. And then Taz has, Taz has just put on Twitter, like, LMAO, <laughs> yeah. and then released a shirt called Send Hook on AEW Store. I know. AEW stopped me doing good shirts, mate, because yeah. it's, it's crippling me. Someone someone tweeted before, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Alex McCarthy or Sean Ross or someone like that tweeted, uh, how hilarious would it be if they just actually debuted on SmackDown? He's <laughs> 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 been coming to Raw for six months and then he just shows up on SmackDown. <laughs> That would be brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, Cody. Uh, Cody comes out, booze, relishing, rolling round in that sea of booze, weren't he? Lovely yeah. stuff. Um, a fairly solid match against Sammy. Match. Uh, I mean, yeah. His back still looks awful from that goddamn t- stupid table spot he did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we now have a, a new TNT champion just before they go off TNT. <laughs> Sammy yeah. didn't really do now with it, did he? He had a couple of decent, you know, fighting champion matches, but he didn't really have a feud, did he? Like a rivalry no. for it. Yeah. No, he didn't. And I mean it's whoever takes that off Cody now is is a made man, aren't they really? To be fair though, if if you think about like and I was thinking about this the other day when I was thinking about the Cody thing. If you if you look at the mid card titles in WWE as well, the IC title and the US title. These titles are, def- especially the US title, these titles are defended in open challenges and things like that. You don't really get feuds anymore for the mid-card titles, like real good feuds that are drawn out over long periods. And I feel, I fear that AEW are doing that with the TNT title. I feel like they're putting so much into Britt Baker's feuds and like the Hangman and Omega thing, you know, like, and other little stories here and there that Sammy got nothing. Like Sammy did nothing with the TNT title. There was no story. There was no rivalry. There was no, you know, there were nothing, you know, 
like I was kind of hoping that maybe they would have gone down the the road of like a you know a bit of a like inner circle thing like Hager fucking going for him or something like that. I mean, he had, a, he, he had a he had a bit with Miro at the start, didn't yeah. he? But that was about it, and it, it that didn't really go anywhere. I mean, I'm still I still loving Miro. I was just anger yeah. at everything in the universe. But he beat but, yeah. Miro, didn't he? And then Miro went off the radar. Yeah. yeah, and then he's not really done anything else. And he's still Cody doing. Put, it. He's cutting these promos there, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Cody comes out on the stage, shakes his hand, and does like a gentleman's challenge, and then beats him. And it's like you know we could have had a Sammy could have won the first match, and then maybe Cody could have turned heel, and then we would have had a bit of a story. Cody's never going heel. He said. He said already heel. Unless he's already heel. <laughs> it's the black mist, mate. I told you. I told you my theory. Have I not told you my theory about this? Because of Alistair Black and like his love of Norse mythology and stuff. The BBC did a radio drama of Neil Gaiman's North mythology. And Yorkmunder, who brings around the end of days, brings around Ragnarok, spits out black mist, spits out black poison. And I'm like, obviously he knows this. And I'm thinking, is this all leading to like just the fall of everything? And all that's left is the House of Black. Again, I'm fantasy booking myself up a chimney there, aren't I? Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Be. He's already a heel, though, Cody. Don't like what he says. Yeah. When, when, when you mentioned Cody's back, I forgot about that. Is that could that be why we've not seen Andrade for a bit? Do you think Andrade got injured in that spot, in that table spot? I think oh, Cody took the massive. If you look at the 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 the, the spot, he took a yeah. lot of that table. But he's not been seeing Andrade since that match, has it? And I worry that you know, surely they can't not have anything for him because they appreciate how good he is. So, well, he he was, he was doing stuff with Pac and Cody and um, yeah. So there was, they were building this. Maybe he is, yeah, legitimately yeah, hurt from that point, stupid, stupid table spot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like fire. <laughs> or if I do, put it on a wooden table, not one that's got a vinyl covering on it, you burks. Yeah. <laughs> and if, anything else in Rampage? Can't remember much. Oh, um, what was the Layla Hirsch match on? Was that on Layla, Dynamite? That was on Rampage. That was Layla that, Hirsch against um, uh, Chris Statlander. That was really good. More Layla Hirsch, please, in everything. Yeah. No. Get her in Team Taz. I said this from day one. She's a perfect fit for Team Taz because she's basically Lady Taz. She or is. could be <laughs> Lady Taz. Statlander has good matches as well, doesn't she? Like anytime I've seen Statlander, she's been she's been good. Yeah. She's yeah. again, she's a solid workhorse, eventually needs a belt putting on her. Yeah. Yeah. But sadly, out of the TBS tournament now. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think more and more. Fucking Jade Cargill's going to win it. Is that the final now? Is it Jade and? No, oh, we've got. Um, it's Ruby Soho versus the winner of Jade Cargill and Thunder Rosa. So we could like... get an absolute banger in Thunder Rosa versus Ruby Soho. Yeah, or we could get uh, well, it, <laughs> a well, it squash. Won't be bad. Like Ruby, Ruby's good enough to make Jade Cargill look very good. I think as well. Yes. If, if it goes that way, but yeah, Thunder Rosa and Ruby is is a bit of a dream match, isn't it? Like, for yeah. me, a bit of a dream match that. So it's just yeah. booking you into a corner when you're booking someone undefeated all the time. Yeah. It but is. then again, though, if, if, if Jade wins against Thunder Rosa and then Ruby beats Jade, that gives Ruby a real massive push, doesn't it? You know, mm. as well, like a huge welcome to AEW sort of, you know, first few months because she won that battle royal, didn't she, when she entered as the Joker? Yeah. Um, and then she beats Jade Cargill for the TBS. That could be a real uh, statement from them if they do it that Freak way. Freak offer. And also, it doesn't make sense. If Jade Cargill beats Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker beat Thunder Rosa. So what does that make Jade Cargill? 
If you know yeah. what I mean, in terms of hierarchy, it doesn't quite slot in right to me. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you want that TBS as your mid card title. Yeah. And if your champion of that has beaten someone who took you to the took you to the you know to to the deep waters, then it, it doesn't doesn't fit right <clears throat> for me. Yeah. But that's just yeah. that's just me. Okay. But yeah, more Layla Hirsch and everything, please. Yeah, that's a that's a good match. So it's semi final this week, isn't it? And then the final is on New Year's. Bash. Uh, uh, it is, it so? It's always a bash. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day bash. <laughs> Sometimes they bash. Yeah. Keep it simple. Oh, yes. the bashes. Um, to the dynamite then. You, the era. Well, not the era. <laughs> cool Kyle is no more. Yeah. The, the, the violent artist is back. Yeah. Charlie, I'm assuming Charlie Evans is drafting a letter through her solicitor at this point. <laughs> you messaged me in the morning, Paul. You're like, have you watched uh, Dynamite yet? Yeah, like... and uh, you you tried to send me back the hands of like you read it, you like, the emojis didn't quite fit. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> and you said um, you'd had an undisputed morning. Yeah. Yeah, I said if you had an undisputed morning, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I just feel bad for, for Strong, isn't it? Sitting there like that. I, that's what I said. I said, imagine Roderick Strong sat there with your cruiserweight title watching Dynamite. <laughs> watching all your mates having what appears to be a right laugh. Exactly. Yeah. And he's stuck on 205 Live. And he's probably not even a cruiserweight, to be honest, Roderick Strong. He's, he's probably a bit too heavy for that. 205, we've already established a while back that 205 doesn't matter about weight <laughs> anymore. Yeah. After, um, what was he Od- called? Odyssey Jones. Odyssey Jones showed up and wrestled. But yeah, uh, I... I I mean, we all loved them in NXT when they were together. And um, I didn't really expect uh, Kyle to show up so soon. Um, and obviously, they gave... It was strange how they'd done it, right? Because in NXT, they gave like Johnny Gargano a bit, a bit of time to say goodbye and all that on the show. But it didn't seem like Kyle O'Reilly got anything like that, even after all the work he'd done for NXT over the years. Um, so you could tell that maybe they knew where he was going because they didn't really give him the time of day You know, at the end. I think the paper had already been signed before that, that last weekend, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. And they were like, fuck you then, you get nothing. But apparently yeah. Gargano's contemplating signing with AEW now. Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah, why wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, that, the, um, I texted Ellis and I just said, it, it, it's building, isn't it? So when Kenny comes back, we're going to get Kenny in the box against the Undisputed Era. And that's going to be uh, unbelievable. They could stress is... that out for six months. Yep. That's going to be amazing. What, what did I reply, Paul? Joe's favourite match? Blood and guts. Blood and guts, yeah, blood and guts. Mm. Yes, we could get our blood and guts out of it. We could get the blood and guts we were promised fucking three years ago. That yeah. I never got. <laughs> you wanted. Kenny um, in the box against the Undisputed Era, and that would be that would be amazing. I also like that they. It was really subtle, but I, I like that they recognise the history. That when uh, Kyle and Cole face each other for the first time, there was actually like a little tension between them. Yeah. Like a little nod to the fact, well, the last time we saw it together, we were in a blood feud. Yeah. Yeah. Because they had what? They had three matches, didn't they, in the next yep. game? Yeah. Three bangers. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like that. It was kind of a little acknowledgement to, okay, we're not like just best friends here. Yeah. But yeah, they walked, walked away from the books, didn't they? I'm really looking forward to uh, Dynamite this week because they're having a match, aren't they? That trio, Cole, O'Reilly mm. and Fish. I've got a match on Dynamite this week. Oh, are they? Who are they facing? I can't, who are they facing now? I can't. It's Cassidy. It's Orange Cassidy. It'll be uh, best friends, chaos. won't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Best chaos, friends. Yeah. yeah, so, but I'm looking forward to the promo and everything and ho- hopefully hearing from O'Reilly. That, that, that'd be good. I said it's just on these things that are really nice and that you've wanted because there is nowhere really left for Dark Order and um, Young Bucks Omega really to go, is it? Like we've had every possible connotation of that. Now we've got this. And like you said, they can build for a year, this. And when they do eventually get that triples match in there or whatever it is, 
you know it's going to be. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to get onto the, the the review of the year, but my tag match of the year features some of those people. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Um, I think he does for everyone, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But like, it, it, it's it's like it's really cool that they're starting it now while Kenny's out as well, because that's got time. The Kenny and Cole thing has got time to simmer a little bit. See, I think that Cole and the Bucks and Fish and O'Reilly are going to form like quite a strong group for a little while. Mm. And I think you'll see them as a five, like. Oh. Just just run through everybody. But then there'll be little bits of tension between O'Reilly, Fish and the Bucks. I think Cole will just sit at the top of it. And then when Kenny comes back, I think the Bucks will split off. And then well, when, the Wasn't team. it when Kenny left, he said, uh, I need you to keep an eye on the place and stuff. And Cole was like, okay. And he went, I wasn't talking to you. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, so he doesn't hold him in high regard anyway. Yeah. So that's a good eye. I like that, though. I it's can see like that, a, Paul. Because it's when, like a big fat five stable, yeah. yeah. When the when the Bucks came out, because that, that was his present, wasn't it, Cole? said I'm giving you a present next week yeah that was a present like they didn't acknowledge the books at all really did they no so O'Reilly and Fish Cole yeah. did well, and he looked I... a bit torn before he walked away with them I'm assuming yeah. cool Kyle is just gonna be go back to just being an absolute psychopath now yeah mm-hmm. which I'm all I, for I think Cole's gonna try and try and mesh the group I think he's gonna be the leader mesh the group and I think he's gonna do a, a good job of it in the interim while Kenny's away but then when Kenny comes back I think that's when the little holes might start appearing then mm-hmm. um, but also we forget that when Kenny left he still hadn't watched the Hangman match back when the book gave Hangman the nod yeah, so Kenny's gonna, be, Kenny's gonna be pissed at the books so how's that gonna work so it's it's all great stuff. It's great stuff, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's Absolutely really good. Is. Uh, what do we have next? Brian Page. Uh, Brian. Brian's asked for judges. He, yeah, he this Brian. was weird. <laughs> I tell Paul, I was like, quite, it's, it's quite a real fight, feely kind of thing yeah. to have judges there. It means there's definitely a winner. So even if it goes to a draw. But does it mean we're getting another 60 minutes? Because otherwise, what are the judges there? So? I don't know. Whether, I mean, yeah, they could do another 60 minutes. I don't know whether it would be as good. Because, yeah. again, hour-long matches are great as a rare treat. But uh, so make it half an hour. Make it half an hour and it's judges. Um like Sexy Kev said, do it round style. British wrestling round. Do it rounds. Do it, was it uh, five rounds of five minutes or whatever? Yeah. See, I'd like that. That'd be really good. You get a little break in between. You can go back, strategize in your corner with the Dark Order and Danielson on his own talking to an apple <laughs> that he's drawn a face on. Have they said it's going to be no DQ? Or have they not said that? No. It's still up in the air, I think. They, I think they're, they're still working out the logistics of it, but the judges aspect, because that means they can bring in more old guys as well. So I think the judges will be there. I don't think it'll go 60. I think they're going to create the illusion that it's going to go 60. They're going to have the judges there. They're going to be having a banger. But then I think something's going to happen where there's going to be a DQ because I don't think Brian will lose to Hangman, but I don't think Hangman will lose the belt yet. And... I've just got a feeling that it's going to be something completely random that we don't expect. And one of the things that I thought about was Black, because he's not really in a... He's in a little bit of a crappy storyline at the moment with, like, Griff Garrison and all them. Imagine the lights go out and Black just fucking kicks the head off both of them. He just kicks the head off both of them. Mm -hmm. And then he puts himself in that title picture. But that eliminates the need for judges. Daniel Bryan doesn't lose his unbeaten record and Hangman doesn't lose the belt because Black just comes in and just batters both of them. Do you know what I mean? Something like that. That is good. Again. All right, though. Yeah. I thought I was fantasy booking myself into a corner, but nope, that's got legs on it, yeah. (laughs) It might not be Black, it might be someone else, but I can't Black could work really well, though, because he isn't doing anything at the moment. Yeah, that's what I mean. I I can't see either of them losing. Spitting ink at Julia, yeah. And I can't see it going 60 minutes again because it went 60 minutes and it was good, but to repeat, 
repeat that's very, very difficult within yeah. the space of a couple of weeks. So I just think that something's going to stop that match having a finish. If that so, makes if, sense. so if it's DQ, though, that the judges would come into play then, wouldn't they? Surely then it'd be like Brian could be like, well, no, we're getting a winner. So up until that point well, of the DQ, up until that up until that point in the DQ, then the judges will give it a hangman, and hang, and then Danielson will be like, well, no, because the match was DQ'd, so we never got to finish it, and that gives some legs to go forward. Then just, just to continue pissing off Untitled Wrestling Podcast, I think the judges are there to decide that Brian wins because in his promo he said, I am not having anyone tell me, after what I've given personally to get this title, I'm not having anyone tell me I'm a B plus player, which I love. Not Untitled Wrestling. Podcast. It's just Faye, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he mentioned that in his promo, and I was like, "Is he setting up there that someone is going to tell him you, mm. you you didn't deserve that match, yeah. and that would or, just break him?" The, the judges have it as Danielson winning, so Hangman gets that fucking shot to his confidence. But Alistair Black oh, kicks Hangman's head off, so Brian gets disqualified. But Brian's winning on the scorecards, and then Daniel Brian's well. got a, Daniel Brian's like, "I was winning that match. I didn't get disqualified. Did it? Did it? It wasn't, you know, yeah. someone someone hits Hangman and and gets, but then it knocks out Hangman's confidence down again. Yeah, yeah because because obviously well. Hangman finds out that the judges had Danielson winning, yeah. but then Danielson gets disqualified. Something like that. It's gonna be it's gonna be a non finish. But you do you do you do twenty five minutes of Danielson kicking the fuck out of him and yeah. then round and getting up and then yeah I mean if that happens I'd be a happy man yeah. isn't it great when wrestling is like there's so many ways for these things to go and it's yeah. not just Roman Reigns coming out every week <laughs> it could even you know it could even be a massive curve but I, I, like fantasy but this is real fantasy booking for me this is the lights go out and Bray Wyatt's in the ring that's real <laughs> fantasy booking for me. that's like hoping against hope that it's I, not on I, a pay-per-view though is it it's just regular week there again they've dropped a load of people just week on week recently haven't they correct they give a shit. oh I think you'd hang on to Bray Wyatt though wouldn't you a revolution really it would be really unexpected and it would be just a great time to do it because everyone will be tuning in watching that match everyone will be oh yeah 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 the the viewing figures will be massive and the lights go out and Bray stood in the ring and Bray just does it he can't use all the cool or something the cool stuff though can't he can't use the let me in and that because I'm assuming WWE owned the fuck out of that but yeah, if the if the cat if the, the, the lights just went the thing, yeah, and then I'd, they have been doing weird red lights and stuff recently, though, aren't they as well? Does it? It wouldn't even need to be the fiend. It could just be normal Bray Wyatt, and the, the, the pop that that would get would be oh insane, yeah, yeah, insane, bigger than Adam Cole's pop. Possible Brody King. But if he's yeah. going in House of Black, would he be just going in with Alistair Black straight away? Because that's kind of the. But to de- to debut him, what better way to do it than by fucking up that match? True. I mean, I'd, I'd, I want to see Alistair Black spin kick people's heads off yeah. all the live long day, to I be do. honest. I do. But yeah, this is this bro, is quality stuff. That, bro. That, bro. Uh, he's making a film, isn't he now? Something in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. he's creative. Or, or he leads you to believe. Ah, smoking mirrors, isn't <laughs> it? it. Yeah. Really, it's that with Tony Khan signing the contract and we're all just on the Yes. That would yeah, be yeah. fucking sweet. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. That's two dynamites. We be good to good to watch. Um what else do we have? We had a oh, Ruby's match. Who, who did you face in the <laughs> semi final? Nyla Rose. Um, oh, the guy with the idiot with the sign. That oh, fucking bird. Yeah. yeah. Um, did he have a whiteboard? Because that yeah, sign he, kept changing. It must have been written on the back of he must have took several the theory is he took several signs in and wrote them on the back of the other ones. Hey, look, it's a good match though. And I'm like, mate, why have you got to do so much hard work to be a Cunt, like yeah. I don't understand. It's easier not to be, isn't it? Like, yeah. I love yeah. Nala's reaction. She just looked at him and laughed and went. <laughs> 
great. It was like uh, it was. You just said that when Jade Cargill came out and someone held up a sign saying "This is the piss break match" or whatever, and she just flipped him off as well. Yeah, and kept going. Yeah. It's like it reminded me of when um um. Did you ever did you ever see that one in NXT with the Yogshirai when someone shouted to her, "Go back to China." She went, "I'm from Japan, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Don't mess with Ayo. <laughs> Why would you? But um, apart from the early jacket. Uh, nonsense, which uh, yeah, made me laugh for a long time. Should have got her arm out of that sleeve, and they were yoinking on it. And <laughs> it's a good match. The top top rope, no future. I mean, it was really good. That I was like, ooh, I'd like to see more of that, please. Yeah, As, I'd like Nyla Rose, but she needs a a better finisher and to fuck Vicky Guerrero off and just go rogue. Yeah, I'm not just become Vicky. like un- the unstoppable force she originally was. Remember when Vicky debuted uh, Andrade? <laughs> Yeah, they quickly yeah. fucking got rid of that, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> and got Chavo in, which is better, but also <laughs> Yeah, it's good but, uh, I mean, just to set out Pile Bomb, you need you need something something a bit better for me to, to cement that. It's just me. Yeah. Uh else we have Wardlow murdering someone again. Yeah. I actually so I was typing my notes up live and obviously it didn't come true. But at the end of the match he looked at like an imaginary watch and I was like, Is he foretelling uh, that he's gonna get involved? With the punk MJF rivalry, so he looked at his watch like Punk would when he does yeah, his like clobbering time. time thing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, this is happening at some point, isn't it? Wardlow's gonna fucking punch MJF in the dick and and just walk away and become stupid, sexy face Wardlow that he always should be. I don't know. Wardlow's a bit something. He's like he's neither one thing or the other. They're building him up to be this massive, you know, powerhouse thing, but. He needs to. He needs to make that turn. He needs to get away from the MJF thing. Yeah, he needs to do it soon. It's been going on a while. But yeah, I just noticed that, and I was like, it may have just been coincident, but I was like, mm, it was interesting. And then um, main event with some epic face paint. It was. Stings uh, was phenomenal. The I art. I fucking popped very hard for all of this because I was <laughs> like, oh well, someone's clearly been mucking out around the back, aren't they? Fifty p for charity at the church fate. Is that what Jeff Hardy's doing now? That's now Jeff Hardy. They've got him on the payroll. He's just out the back painting faces. Yeah, right. Do you want dog, cat, or uh, CM Punk's logo on your forehead? Yeah, I can, that's the three things I can do. Yeah. Um, a really nice bit of just, um, you know, stingabilia, isn't it? It was just like the, mm. the, 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 the phases of sting. Have you seen as you apply to Ric Flair? Oh, where he essentially told him to fuck off, but didn't. I've not read it all, but, but uh, yeah, basically it's Ric Flair digging up. So he's saying, uh, I told you Sting could draw. Apparently that, that segment drew quite a lot. And Sting was just like, mm, thanks, but it was all six of us. Yeah. <laughs> not just him. I mean, That's I will watch Sting do crossbodies off the top rope all day long to the outside. Because uh, when I saw that, I was like, oh, we're witnessing someone die. <laughs> <laughs> but no, got up. Yeah, again, I think Sting's living his best life right now. He gets to come out, he gets to do these, well, a match every two months or something, put in some absolute banging work, and he can do no wrong. CM Punk, again, doing CM Punk stuff, Darby Allen doing Darby Allen stuff. That coffin drop, he basically did the whole ring. That was like yeah. a reverse atomic headbutt, wasn't it? Yeah. He was three quarters of the way across the ring, I thought. It was, it was I, when, he, when he put him down, I was like, he's missed that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he just cracked him with the back of his head, and I was yeah. like, well, oh, that's a concussion. But yeah, um, absolute ludicrous stuff. I will say now, Darby Allen does better diving through the ropes than anyone. Yeah. Because 100 mile an hour, and you either take it or you're in the crowd, isn't it? Torpedo, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's... Punk called it out when he first came back. He didn't want to take it. <laughs> Would you want to? Um, but yeah, we got, I mean, uh, <laughs> what is there to say about it? 
it was these really. I'm, I'm weirded out the fact that it wasn't on first because mm. AEW tend to put these absolute banging matches on first thing. Oh yeah, Kyle O'Reilly debuting first. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, would I don't that not have been better? Yeah, they could have flipped yeah, that down. True. Down. CM Punk still a bigger draw, I think. But yeah, you yeah, yeah. say uh, talking about obviously Sting and Punk and all that, but uh, I think I said it the other week as well. How good are FTR? They're so good. Yes, they, they never ever have a bad match ever, and whoever they're with in the ring, they bring out the best in them as well. They're so good, and they, it, it, yeah, it, they glued the match together, didn't they? Say again. And they glued the match together. Yeah, yeah. And they checked. Did you see the bump, or not the bump, but the fall that MJF took on his head? Yeah. yeah oh my god. Yeah. Thing launched him out the ring. And was, yeah. Uh, then they were they were straight over and no, making. He sure was he was up. He was fine. He, oh, yeah, yeah, he, was he went and cut a promo afterwards as he was of leaving. Yeah. But yeah, FTR need a lot more respect put on their name because. Um, this, like they're, they're workhorses. Yeah, they've never had a bad match. No, like over the past few weeks, we've seen them have what three, four matches with uh, the Lucha Brothers. Each yeah. one of them has been an absolute banger. banger. Yeah, yeah. I I really like to see them in like like in the future. Obviously, you've got Bucks and Lucha Brothers and some really good tag teams around there, but. I, I'd like to see them have a really long run as like tag champs in AEW. Mm. And, they had uh, it for um, a bit, but not, yeah, it wasn't not long, long enough, really. They had much story, though, long, Like heel run, do you know what I mean? Like maybe around a similar time that MJF ends up getting a belt or something, and MJF gets like the TNT title or something like that, you know, in the future, and they put the tag, put the, you know, sort of like the Bloodline now on SmackDown now with Roman as a champ and the Usos mm. as a champ. I'd like to see sort of FTR in, in with the tag titles alongside MJF or something when he's got a belt and then just be a bit dominant for six months, you know, six to nine months, something like that. I think that'd be really cool in the future. Yeah. The problem with FTR was it was during COVID times and there was a limited roster to pick from. Yeah. And so you yeah. have to... I would, I would like to see him with it. Yeah. Speaking of they like... fucking deserve it. <laughs> Speaking of groups with lots of stuff, just wheeling back, you could get Adam Cole's Golden Prophecy 2.0 in 2022. Yeah. Directing gold. Oh, and also fucking Pat McAfee appeared again doing his yelling. What? Oh yeah. See, I like Pat McAfee now because he's a fantastic commentator. So I don't, <laughs> I don't think of him as a bad person. I just um, don't know why they don't let Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky talk. They're both good on the mic. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, well, I, I guess it's like for the cross promotion thing with UFC, but uh, don't care. Don't watch UFC. People get really, <laughs> people get really hurt in that, and I don't like that. <laughs> Waiting around for for the next man. <laughs> I've just had a thought then when you were talking about the Golden Prophecy. There's something that's going to happen to further fuel the Young Bucks um, rage. Who's who's going to beat the Lucha Brothers for the tag titles? It's going to be O'Reilly and Fish, isn't it? Yeah, it is. At some point, O'Reilly and Fish are going to take the belts off the Lucha Brothers, which Young Bucks lost the belts to them. Yeah. And then that's going to just piss the Young Bucks off. Drive that it? wedge further in. Yeah, that's going to happen. And then you might get, like you said, you might get Adam Cole holding a title as well alongside Fish and O'Reilly and that just strengthens that group and the young bucks are sort of feeling a bit left out and then I, I could just there's all sorts you can do with it but I think that'll be really cool yeah yeah I'd like that one anything else from Dynamite anyone can remember no wasn't there a, wasn't there a, a Jurassic Express match at some point there was I can't remember who it was against there was I can't remember who it was against I remember saying to Paul oh, Jungle Boy come on yeah that's I mean that's it. That's your main thing. That's your main takeaway from that, isn't it? That yeah. Jungle Boy is, is waiting, sitting there in the wings, waiting for his push. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. No, he's fantastic. For your twenty twenty two kind of want, what what do you what do you want from Punk from twenty twenty two, Paul? Because he's, he's he's settled in now. He's had a bit of stories with Eddie and and currently with MJF. Yeah. What do you want now from Punk though? Because this is now 
Um, I want Punk to have something with Malachi Black mm. because Malachi Black seems to, you know, he's, he's, he's gone for a few of the fan favourites. And I'd, uh, that's like a dream match. Is it? That's a match that we never got to see in WWE. Um, and I think that I'd like to see them out. And Malachi Black seems to stretch his, stretch his things out with people. He doesn't just, you know, like with Cody, what did he have with Cody? Three, three matches. Um, and it was a, a bit stretched out. I'd love to see Malachi Black target Punk and Punk come out on top of that rivalry. Um, but obviously Malachi, you know, because c- I still stand by what I said on the pod a few weeks ago, I think Punk will go undefeated all the way to the title because then he'll, he'll, he'll be able to say, I'm the best in the world. Da, 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 da. I've never lost in AEW. And I think he'll stay unbeaten, but I'd love to see him have maybe two or three matches over a space of a few months with uh, Malachi Black early in 2022. I, I like the yeah. idea of that that sort of rivalry. Or Andrade, yeah. one, of, one of them two. I think yeah. that'd be really cool. I can't wait for Punk to take the title of Brian. That'll be an amazing match. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then Hook's going to come out and take it straight off him. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to cast cash his brass ring in or whatever the next bullshit rumble match they have is. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe, your, your thoughts for 2022, Punk? Um... I'm enjoying what he's doing now. Like he's got himself into a little program, and he he's having these little mini feuds with Darby and with Eddie. I mean, the Eddie stuff was fucking great, yeah. to be honest. Eddie made that more than Punk, to be honest, because yeah. uh, Kingston's a fucking lunatic. But yeah, I'd, I'd yeah, obviously at some point he's going to get a title run. But I'd be happy with that at the tail end of the year, and just for him, like Paul said, just just have these these little mini feuds. Possibly with Black. Um, I'd I'd like to see more of him with MJF, just just because I think they're really good together in terms well, I mean, of chatting I, shit on the mic. I think he could have MJF now for a few months and then go into something with Black. And then, like you said, by the end of the year, maybe we're yeah. pushing for the title. Yeah. But the same thing with Eddie. Like you said, with Eddie, Eddie made that rivalry more than Punk. I think MJF's doing the same thing. Yeah. Punk doesn't need to do much just because of who he is. He doesn't yeah. need to do much. Punk like said, he literally, when he did commentary, he went out, walked around the ring to his music and then went back up the ramp and sat down. Yeah. He's, he's as over as he's ever going to get. Yeah, yeah. He, he so can he just needs stand to... there, but just by standing there, whoever he's standing with, it's making them a star. He just and... needs to give that rub to as many people as he can. Yeah, exactly. Which exactly. I think is what he's, he's planning on doing. I mean, he's obviously yeah. going to have his, his title run, but put him in there with fucking Lee Moriarty. Put him in there with... I don't know who 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 who's great that needs it, isn't it? Because yeah. he can do it, build it up for a couple of weeks, have a bit of a blow off match. It's fine. Yeah. You can still have these things going on, but that's what they need to do with him and, to an extent, Brian. When this thing comes to an end, <laughs> um, but it, it, it's it's been it's sort of what they've done with Sting, adding someone of sort of legend status automatically adds a certain weight and gravitas to these things, and that's why. Yeah, I mean that. The Darby Allen CM Punk match wasn't great, but the build up to it and him just gone. I mean, Darby Allen's shit on the mic. Um, <laughs> he is, isn't he? He's very nobody understands me. Like, come on, cheer up, son. What they're <laughs> what they're doing with Punk is what they could do in WWE with Edge if they had young stars that were fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, could, they could so Edge come back and Edge's for he's had a feud with Randy Orton and then he's won the rumble and then he's done the whole title thing with Reigns and, and Brian and then he's he's done a little bit with Seth and now he's on the Miz. But none of them are young up and coming stars. 
if WWE had that roster full of, you know, let's say they had a, a, like an Adam Cole on the main roster, a Pete Dunne on the main roster, people like that, you could do exactly what you're doing with Edge that you're doing with Punk now. But yep. there's no one on, there's no one in WWE that Edge can push yeah. like Punk's doing with all these young stars. In you know, Punk's gone in there, and, and Darby Allen and MJF were already at, at a level, weren't they? And Punk's just we're already one of the better. four pillars. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it, it, it's, I think it's really good. What I said the other week, I think it's great what they're doing with Punk now, and long may it continue. Yeah, Imagine if Edge had joined and just popped up in NXT for a little while. That's it. He did show up in NXT one week, didn't he? That was when, he went, when he'd won the Rumble. When he was yeah, when he was deciding who to face, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, none of those people that he mentioned are really there. <laughs> That's it, exactly, yeah. Uh, now, I'll give it a couple of weeks. Braun Breaker will be in there. Uh, he'll be up on the main roster because he's a Steiner, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he's quite good, him, actually. He's him. good. He's, he's good. good. I think he will take the title off Champa whenever he faces him. Yeah. That's that's going. And then we can wave goodbye to Champa. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever he goes to. And then welcome in, into AEW, into yeah. the old NXT <laughs> staples. Uh, yeah, NXT is just going to pop up there, which, yeah. Um, WWE, uh, I don't, honestly, I don't watch NXT. Uh, Paul, you watched any NXT? Know anything cracking on there? I'm, 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 I'm keeping up to date with it. Um, yeah, I do. There's, there's, there's been... There's, the women's stuff is pretty good at the moment um, in NXT. Obviously, Mandy Rose is, is going to have a triple threat match um, at the next pay-per-view with Cora Jade, who's getting a bit of a push, which is good, um, and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, and I think that... I do think Cora Jade's there, so Raquel doesn't take a pin um, if Mandy retains. I think Mandy will retain. Um, but it's nice to see Cora Jade, who's, she's very new, and she's very rough, like raw, and like rough around the edges, But and she's very young. I think she's like 22 or something, daft like yeah, that, really is. young. But she's, she got, she got she's, the she's pin in war games. She's very over. She's very, very over, and they're they're pushing her quite early, which which isn't always a bad thing. Um, She murdered Darby on Twitter as well. Say again. She murdered Darby Allen on Twitter as well. Right, right, right. (laughs) Um, And Dakota Kai is still sort of floating around, like trying to be a bit of a thorn in Raquel's side, which is which is good because whatever Dakota Kai is in is 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 magic because she's excellent. Um, So there's some good women's stuff going on. Io Shirai is a bit lost in the wind at the moment, which is hard for me to watch because I'm such a big fan. Of EO. Um, so I you know, you know, I don't really know where she's gonna go. I don't know why she's not moved up, why she's just floating around and, and doing nothing. I think she could add a lot to Raw Ross Smackdown at the moment, especially with the lack of depth on the women's rosters there. Um the men's is base it's Champa and, and Bron Breaker. They're going for a second time. They had the first match at the last pay-per-view and Champa retained, and then he's got a rematch because the young ones won at war games. So yeah. he's now said I deserve a rematch because my team beat your team and stuff like that. That's what I can gather from that. Um and that there's not much else happening. That's yeah. it, really. There's not loads happening on NXT. Grayson Waller popped up on Raw this week, didn't he? He did. And obviously AJ appeared on NXT last week because mm. he got called out by Grayson Waller on social media, right? Like, that's what happened. Grayson Waller called him out on Twitter and AJ's rocked up on NXT and said, like, you've got a big mouth sort of thing. Like, you know, you've got no right to call me out. And then he's rocked up on Raw. So I don't know what this cross-brand thing is that they're doing. It's not, it's interesting. I don't, you know, they're just doing it to, um, to promote Grayson Waller a bit more. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, let's yeah. see. Um, so it's two. Uh, SmackDown. There was. I don't. I don't know if you watched it, Joe. The the Heyman getting fired segment was was fantastic with Reigns. Did you see that one, Paul? Yeah, I've got my theories around this though. But yeah, that it's a it's a work. Yeah, it's a work to Brock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heyman's gonna lure Brock back in, um, and then it's all gonna be a work. Yeah, yeah, I can see that happening. Um, but the yeah, it was it was fantastically done. 
uh, how they all did it and then what did Heyman said I'm not protecting Brock from you I'm protecting you from Brock which... yeah 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 it was good um but like in the past four weeks, Roman. So this week on SmackDown, Roman Roman was off again. He'd had like two out of the last four weeks off. Roman, I think he's uh he's, he's he must have been enjoying a bit of time at home with his family and stuff like that because he's he's not really taken much time off at all. But um two weeks out of the last four, he's not he's not been on SmackDown. So that's interesting. I don't know whether he's, he's you know again like you know what happened in the pandemic when he took some time off because of COVID. He didn't want to get involved. You know he didn't want to be around it. Mm. Um, but he's he's one that's been sent home from the tour in this week because of COVID precautions. Was it? Yeah, yeah, Roman got sent home from the tour. Roman, Sasha Banks, a couple of others have been sent home from the tour. Not because they've got COVID, but because as a precaution for day one, apparently. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Ruin it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was on last week's SmackDown, but they did like a sit-down interview with a bearded and ragged Paul Heyman. Yeah. And he, yeah. Not many people in the business who can do the nuance like Paul Heyman. No, like get them, but, um, and he basically was crying and saying his career's over. Yeah. He did say about NXT as well. He said, what am I going to do? Go to NXT and pick a new guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, he won't do that. It was just interesting though that he did say it. Yeah. Um, only other thing from SmackDown, they did a gauntlet match. Ricochet. Oh, Ricochet. Ricochet. Fantastic. It's about time. Ricochet got some real time this week and he was brilliant. Um, I knew that Sami Zayn would win. I knew it and yeah. because he was coming in last and he was just going to sweep up whoever was left. But Ricochet beat, I think, th- I think he got three falls. I think he, I think he knocked three people out of the gauntlet. But just his Shameless. moveset and everything in that Cesaro. segment, he was in there for about 20, 25 minutes uh, in those three gauntlet matches and everything he did was gold. It was superb. Well, I thought he was done because when he beat um, Sheamus, because Cesaro distracted it, didn't he? But then Sheamus uh, bro-kicked Ricochet like, after their match had finished, but ready for the next competitor. Yeah. I thought, oh, that's it. He's just going to get pinned, and he ended up kicking out. So. Yeah, yeah, and having a match, you know, having like a decent go against Sammy. But um, Cesaro and, and Sheamus, that's going to be a bit of a rivalry, which is good because they're, they're going to slap. Like those matches are going to, you know, are going to slap. But yeah, I really enjoyed the Ricochet thing. I thought it was great. Yeah, just hope it we got Charlotte and Tony Storm, didn't we, as well? Which yeah, also no, good. Charlotte obviously won. Yeah, but very good. It wasn't a good squash. Match, but... Very good. Yeah, it wasn't a squash. Tony Storm's excellent, isn't she? So yeah, very, yeah. very good. Um, yeah, I think that was it from SmackDown. Anything else you remember? No. Um, it was shorter when I, I watched it on my Sky the next day. It was an hour and a half. It wasn't a full two-hour show because of, because it was on Christmas Eve. It oh, the ending night. was fucking brilliant. Like my mother-in-law was here and she laughed her head off when when if <laughs> was it someone Kofi or someone threw the Christmas present box yeah. at the back of um. Mad Cat Moss. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely banged him on the back of the head and he just yeah, collapsed. It was brilliant, yeah. <laughs> right, uh, what's his face? Drew was just laughing his head off. Yeah. <laughs> the side. That was funny. Um, Raw, I've not watched, but what I do like is it would appear that AJ Styles is going back to singles. I'm like, okay, let's let's have 2022 AJ Styles in singles, please. Cause... AJ Styles going back to singles just in time for the Raw Rumble. Hint, hint. Mm-hmm. I already know my pick for the Raw Rumble. If that's not a hint for you. Uh, there we go. AJ Styles in a Mania main event is what the world needs after such a lull not doing anything for a couple of years AJ to challenge whoever whoever the champion is on Raw I think that would be pretty cool yeah uh, or AJ to go back to the house that AJ Styles built and challenge Roman on Smackdown AJ Roman have got great chemistry when he first came in the company he had some matches with Roman well his first opponent was Roman Roman in the Rumble Roman was in the ring waiting for him in the Rumble when AJ debuted good point there's a history there's a bit of history for you as well good point 
But yeah, Roman's running SmackDown and Island of Relevancy and all that sort of stuff. But SmackDown was the house that AJ Styles built. That's what he always used to say. So that would be quite cool if AJ won the Rumble and then went and challenged Roman, knocked him off his perch. If they're not doing Rock and Roman this year, then that could be re- that could be a really cool thing. Yeah, true. Um, that's it. The only other thing I'm giving a shout out for is uh, Seth Rollins, who's got COVID, I think. By his tweet, it looked like he did, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. but apparently... He's Happy still... COVID Christmas or something he said, did he? <laughs> yeah, but apparently he still showed up on Raw from home, dressed in his drip. <laughs> <laughs> yep. His quarantine's not stopping him doing his bit. I imagine right? how he dresses all the time. Like, we always say Pat just hangs around in his trunks. <laughs> I imagine, like, when he's just down the car wash... Uh, he's just in his full regalia, like a suit made of fire. Yeah, he's done great. I, I've sent it to a group. Like this is the first year that he's not held a title or money in the yeah. bank. But he's had one of the best years that he's had. But still remain relevant. Yeah, yeah, which is huge, huge testament to him. I know Phil Lindsay talks about saying people don't appreciate his actual character. Here. No, he's so good. What he's doing. He described himself the other week in an interview, and I saw Phil Lindsay quote tweet and go, "Told you," because it's basically what he'd said was, "If you imagine the Joker having a midlife crisis." Yeah, <laughs> that's where he's at. Um, is he going to be out for day one? Is he going to be out with his quarantine? Because I don't one? know what the rules in America are. If it's if it's seven days, he'll be okay. Yeah. Where's it at day one? Where? Yeah. Like what city? I don't know. No idea. No. It's no all right. Idea. I'm assuming if it's Florida, then he can show up whenever. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you want. Um, uh, the, the fact that he still did a promo on Raw for it means me that think. I think he'll be out. Yeah. Out? No, I thought... Like, no, no, still... no, like, he'll be out in time for it, I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's what I mean, yeah. If it's yeah. 10 days, then then he'd be out. Oh, that's controversial. What? It's at the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. Isn't State Farm a big AEW sponsor? They are, I was going to say, I'm sure I've heard of Yeah. Yeah. But they all, yeah, they were sponsor the arena. I think Georgia have a very lax um, attitude <laughs> to COVID security as well. Well, they might have tightened it up because a lot of film production and stuff gets done in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of them threatened to pull funding unless they sorted the shit out. Yeah, so, well, that match isn't threatened because uh, I think KO was the only one who was on Raw this week. The other three went up. Ian Lashley weren't on it either. But Seth, Seth's the one who popped up via video in his suit. So God bless him. Um, Right, that's the end of the show reviews there then. I mean, while we're talking about day one, may as well do the day one prediction, to be honest. So <laughs> get that one done. What are the matches? I assume it's a pre-show match. Drew McIntyre, Madcap Moss, the match we all want. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> what is a Madcap Moss? It sounds like a He-Man villain. Um, Riddick Moss, isn't it? In his new gimmick. Oh, right. Yes. Riddick Moss, who's Baron Corbin's right-hand man. Happy right, Corbin. that makes... Yeah, okay, that makes sense now. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I haven't been watching, so I, I, I was just like, Mad Cat Moss sounds like the worst thing. Yeah, uh, Drew McIntyre, right. obviously. Yeah, Drew. Yeah, easy one, Drew. Clean sweep. Uh, yeah, clean sweep. Uh, Smackdown Tag Championships. Usos defending against the New Day. Paul? Uh... The start of the um, well, not not the start, but all leading up to hopefully what I've just said about AJ beating Roman at Mania. Um, the the Usos to lose this week. Um, I think the New Day. I think the New Day have been on a great little run. Like Xavier Woods has had a really good run with his little thing with Roman and and things like that. And I just think they've been really good since they've gone back to SmackDown. And the New Day pick up and lose the tag titles as much as Charlotte loses the women's title, don't they? They just have it <laughs> loads of times over and over again. So I think this is going to be another time when the New Day uh, take it and the New Day will head into probably Rumble and hopefully Mania as a champion. That's what I'm going to go for. I I agree. I too have gone the New Day. Similar reason. And you've technically got all the New Day 
okay with title as well. That's the thing that makes me want to go, oh, that might be right. But also, we've got a while yet before Mania. Mm. And there's plenty of time. I mean, this requires forward planning on WWE's part. So uh, I can see the Usos losing it two weeks before Mania and then Reigns, you know, losing it at, at Mania. At Mania. But so that's why, I've, that's why I've gone Usos because they're going to just maintain it. Keep the bloodline going. Strong. I would really like all the fucking New Day to have a belt at the same time because that would bring so much joy to my heart. <laughs> but it ain't happening. It'll be a great match, regardless. It should, that, yeah. That, them two don't, they don't do bad matches. Um, Edge versus uh, Blood Soaked Miz. I think it'll be a great match, actually, um, mm. because I think both of them will bring out the best in each other. It won't be like on the level of Edge and Orton good. Edge and Orton was ridiculously good, wasn't it? Seth. Um, but I, Ed, and obviously Edge and Seth was amazing, but I do think it'll be a good match, and I think Edge will win. I've got, I've literally Edge is going to win, but hopefully it lights that fire under the Miz's ass, and he's like, "Oh shit, I am a good wrestler." Like, as much as I chat shit about the Miz on here constantly, <laughs> having <laughs> seen him when he when he's given the opportunity to do good, he can fucking go. Oh yeah, his run as the Intercontinental Champion when he made it relevant again was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. it must hurt him to actually look at it now and go, "I go, I'm just fanning." Well, he's not because no, doing... no look at the title to look at the Intercontinental oh. title must hurt him to look at it and go, "It's just nothing again." Yeah, I did all that. Yeah, but hopefully, yeah, again, could be an absolute slapper of a match. This, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Going edge as well. My other hope for him is doing that as well is that Maurice is back. And when he did have his best run that I've seen, it's when he did have Maurice with him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, a good one. Done, Drew. Um, we then have the fatal fall away for the WWE Championship, which is Big E as a champ versus Seth, Bobby, and KO. Banging lineup. Joe, who are you going for? It's because I don't think he's really had a chance to, to do anything with it so far, Big E. Uh, it should be an absolute cracker of a match, though. Again, these are all on paper, barring uh, fucking Mossman or whatever he's called. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all look like they're going to be absolute fucking cracking matches. Well, maybe not the Becky Lynch one, but no, that'll be good. Their first match and Raw was really good. But I still have that. Clean. Well, yeah, we'll come to that when we come to it. But Big E, I mean, against oh no, yeah, Big E. He, he has more to prove and he still needs to hang on to it until just before Mania when New Day take it off the Usos. And then they go into Mania as like with new gear on that's literally gold halo armor. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, you know, it'll happen if you put these things out there. Until <laughs> get the memo. Uh, Paul, here you go. KO. As a, re- as a reward for signing his contract. As, why is he signing a new contract? That's one reason. Why is he signing a new contract? Because he got um, paid like $5 million to do it. I think that he's been brilliant, KO, since he's gone back to Raw, since he's had that little heel turn. Yeah, it's been good. And I also think for the same reason that Joe said, Big E's done nothing with it. And I think Vince gets bored very quickly and nothing's happened with E. And I can see, how I can see the match going is, Lashley screws it so a big E will hit a big ending on Seth, for example, but then Lashley will spear Big E and KO will get the he'll get a sneaky pin. Do you know what I mean? Like a sneaky pin, probably over Seth because him and Seth had a little hug, didn't they, on Raw and they were teaming up and all that rubbish. <laughs> and they KO at this. <laughs> basically, I think Seth will get like hit bad by Ian Lashley and KO will just sneak in for the pin. Um, and yeah, it'll be like a little like weaselly way of, of winning the belt. And it's also someone that you don't expect to win it. And I think that that could be pretty cool. So I just think KO's run has been really good. And he's been a, a prominent figure in this sort of Seth, KO, Big E rivalry. Obviously, Lashley 
Lashley's coming late, uh, but I think Lashley's come in to ensure that he doesn't win. I don't think Lashley wins, but I think Lashley's big enough and hard enough to make sure that he doesn't win as well. Do you know what I mean? And then they have a bit of a they have a bit of a thing leading up to Rumble, Mania, Lashley and he mm. separate separate from the belt, and KO takes the belt. That's what I'm going to go for. It's a it's a long shot, and I know that the 99% of people would say, oh yeah, Big E's going to keep it, but in a fatal four way, it's very hard to keep your belt. I don't care who you are, it's hard to keep your belt in a fatal four way. But I can see it changing hands, and I think um, I don't think Seth needs to win it yet. I think what he's doing, you don't need to touch it yet. I think he's he so good as he is. So I'm going to go for KO as a bit of a curveball, a bit of a surprise. It'd be nice to see KO as a top champ again. Say again. It'd be nice to see KO as a top champ. It's been a long time. It's been a long yes. time. And I want a bonus point if that happens. If Lashley takes out E and KO gets a sneaky pin, I want a bonus point for that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can have it. One of the year, and you're already putting ah right. <laughs> hey, it's all 2022. Ain't missing any. Yeah, that's what missed it last year. Yeah. Um, I I had E like. I don't know if Seth's out of quarantine, but I would have said Seth. So I'm going to put Seth. If he did, if he's not there, I think Big E will win. Um, yeah, yeah, I just think him. Because he's <laughs> to go the whole year with nothing, to like then start day one with something. <laughs> Yeah, would would like turn that on his head. Um, yeah, I like that. I and like he's that well. yeah, it's just when I saw that the other week, I thought, like, okay. Um, again, I think it could be a sneaky curb. So I'm trying to look at who's in it and like who he could do a sneaky one on. Bobby Lash, if they could work it in a way that Bobby Lashley like speared KO, and then as he's coming out of the spear, he gets curb stomped. Yeah, something like that. Like he he stomps Lashley as he's coming down from yeah. the spear, if you know yeah, what I mean. Something cool like that. Like that would be that would be phenomenal because I love that finisher. But interesting, different people for us there. Uh, Raw women's I match. Seth, oh, I think Seth might win it at Mania. Yeah. Like I think they might hold off on that. Seth. He won't win the Rumble again. Um, I think. The winner of the Rumble will challenge Roman, like whoever that may be. But I think Seth could end up, you could end up getting Seth and KO at Mania with KO as the champion. That would be really good. Yeah. You know, it, it, like if they went down that that route. But, you know, I, it's like I was the last shaking thing my head before, list, isn't it? when Joe was saying about the New Day all going into Mania as the champions, I was like, I just don't think Big E will be champion at Mania. I don't think he'll be involved in it. So that's just my thing. I, I just don't think he's done enough. Like he's, like he's not done enough with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's on Seth's bucket list, isn't it? It's his last thing. He wants to main event WrestleMania. Even and said he, wants, he was even he needs like to win when the he... title at Mania without it being a cash in. It needs to have, actually have a match like as the main, like so like a main event. So obviously he beat Brock, didn't he? But that was the first match of uh, like of the night, wasn't it? He said it on a, a broken school session. Like obviously he's happy for Becky, but he was fuming. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, you, you, "You're facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Like I'm in the main event." And he's like, "Oh no, Becky's like absolutely smashing it up. She's going to main event instead." Yeah. Well, let's go first and let's deal. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'd be that'd be good. Uh, the Raw Raw Women's Champion We've got Becky defending against Liv. Joe, you had thoughts. You alluded to this match before. You thought it wasn't going to be very good. Uh, I don't know. It's the women's match, isn't it? And while I want Liv Morgan to win this because she deserves the earth, they're not going to take it off Becky at this point. She's only been back six months. Less than four. Four months. They don't. They, they don't like giving the women's belt over unless Charlotte's there. It's. Eh, it, while that, that match they had on Raw was really good, and this could be really good, they ain't changing hands. They, they... Yeah, can't see it changing hands. Be I changed my mind on this one. Oh, yeah. I, no, I changed my mind. I put Becky now, but at first I wrote Liv in my yeah. predictions because I thought with all the build-up and everything that they're doing and Liv attacking Becky at, the, at her training centre <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. And oh, that thinking, was fucking dog shit <laughs> yeah it wasn't very well done but it was something it was like oh yeah, it was nice seeing trying something, making something of this. if it was supposed to be a surprise attack why were there so many camera angles yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. I just I changed my mind and I put Becky for that reason that I don't think they'll take it off this early. And again, um, I would. Yeah, there's nowhere to really go. Who's win- who's winning the the rumble? The women's rumble. Mm. Oh, is that the person who's going to take it off, Becky? It it could very it could be it could be Liv who wins yeah. the women's rumble and then gets a thir- gets a third shot because this one's number two. Yep. And then Liv wins the rumble and then it's third time lucky at Mania sort of thing. And there's a big build to it. it, it but is Liv is Liv good enough to win the rumble? Yeah. It, is it is it real? I'll throw one in for you. Who wins the rumble? You're gonna say Ronda, aren't you? Nope. I said Ronda <laughs> last year and I got it wrong. <laughs> Alexa There'll Bliss. be negative points for throwing wild <laughs> accusations in there. Alexa. <laughs> Alexa Bliss. Again, has she been in anything recently? Or no, is she just... she, she's, been, she's been off TV for months. Right. I, I thought since, since, since Bray Wyatt was let go, they didn't really know what to do with her. And then they had that weird stuff with her and Dewdrop and that. Yeah, she, yeah, she'll, come, yeah. she'll, she'll come out at the Rumble. They won't, they won't bring her back before. She'll come out at the Rumble to her old music. The proper music. The old yeah. Alexa Bliss, like the, the goddess. Yeah. It, it, it will pop everywhere and, oh yeah yeah and she'll come out late at like 27 28 and then and she'll win it i think and, that, and then it doesn't matter who she challenges whoever whoever she faces at mania alexa wins i think so that would that would be good alexa against uh becky yeah at mania that would be really i don't really remember alexa and becky having a, a one-on-one rivalry really i don't think that's ever no. been a thing so that no. could be really good with becky as the heel and alexa being like a, a, a baby the face, massive that, face that she is yeah that would be yeah. really good so yeah i fancy alexa to go i don't think it'll be anyone Currently involved, um, and I do think that we might end up somehow getting Bianca and Charlotte at Mania because that's one thing we've not had either one on one, have we? That'd be a good match. Too, no, too strong. I don't know how we do it on Raw. I don't know how we do that, but I've got a feeling that Bianca wins at Mania again, but beats Charlotte this time. Maybe who knows? Um, and the final match nice short card actually um, I do feel they may add and let's just throw this one in, in case they do I think they may add Dolph Ziggler and Damian Priest for the um, US I'm title. looking at the uh, looking at the cards on Wikipedia and uh, the seven matches RK Bro versus the Street Profits has been added oh okay um, RK Bro yeah same RK Bro yeah. which is a shame because the Street Profits are very good yeah. um, and I really hate Looking. Apparently, like Montez Ford this week was unbelievable. Like he did two things: one, like Ray very nearly did a very bad botch, and he did something incredible to save Ray and the moment. And then he did something else later. And then I saw, was it Sean Ross? Was like, if you're on a show and Montez Ford does a frog splash, just don't do one. Yeah. No, just don't bother because <laughs> you ain't following yeah. his frog splash. You ain't getting that height and just fucking elevate. Yeah, and the oh. spin. He does a spinning one now. He, he has a yeah 180 one, doesn't he? What else is on that card, Joe? Because you said there were seven matches. Ellis had five on the card. Uh, I've got six on there. Big E, the, the Fatal 4-Way, Reigns and Lesnar, which is becoming two. Yeah, I've got six. I had six oh, to start. Who's yeah. yeah. Edge and Miz, Becky Lynch, Drew McIntyre versus uh, Mossman. And um, pre-show. one of these will be pre-show. Yeah. Oh, that one will be pre-show. That'll be pre-show. Yeah. I had, um, <laughs> it's just because on, on Raw, Ziggler faced Priest for the uh, US title. But obviously it was a... Uh, a, a, a DQ finish? Yeah. Of course it was. So Weird. maybe they'll do it on the pre-show. So I reckon that could be another match as well. Um, if they do that, I'm going to go Priest. Same. Oh, no. Ziggles. For the Ziggler. Ziggles. Ziggles, as I call him. Not to his face. <laughs> going Ziggler? Well, I'm, I'll, I'll, are, you going, are you committing to that one? It's a hypothetical, Matt. Yeah, it's hypothetical. I'll lock it in there at the time. <laughs> um, that's it for day one. 
we were going to do Wrestle Kingdom, but our two resident. Well, we, we, didn't, new... we didn't do day one main event. Mm. Oh, Christ, yeah. That's Sorry. how little it's it matters. It's because I'm writing after it yeah. about the Raw Tag Team Champions main event, then, yes, obviously, Roman without Paul Heyman. Also, I believe uh, also versus versus our our favourite ponytailed dungaree wow. wearing Brock Lesnar. Yeah, go on, Paul. Roman to win and the Paul Heyman thing to be a work to fool and lure Brock Lesnar into a, a sense uh, false like like a sense of false security and uh, Roman to win and Paul he- those bloodline T-shirts are so good that with Paul Heyman on them that they wouldn't ruin that straight away. Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. That merch is flying off the shelf. They wouldn't. Not they wouldn't. Warehouses full of them. Yeah, the hoodies, <laughs> the T-shirts, the bloodline. Paul Heyman is staying with Roman and it's a work to try. Well, it's a work to beat Brock Lesnar, and then we'll fa- hopefully finally not see any more Roman be Brock for a while. <laughs> Go yep. to match. <laughs> Go to match, uh, Joe. Yeah, same thing. Exactly the same thing. Um, yeah, it's all been a work. Uh, it's, it's a reverse of what they did previously in the last one. Oh yeah. Well, you didn't know who he was helping there, did you? Because he threw the title in the middle. No, but when it was there, I spoke to my associate and then Paul oh, Heyman yeah. was like, oh, yeah, it's just a reverse of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Heyman's going to pledge his loyalty to Roman by doing this. He basically took one for the team by taking the Superman punch, showing his loyalty to Roman. I think that's what they're going to, I think that's the angle they're going to go down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going He's Roman as well. Prove, proving his loyalty to the bloodline, Paul Heyman, by doing this. That's what it'll all be about. 10% of them t-shirt sales. Yep. Uh, yeah, I got Roman as well. Similar things. Heyman will, Heyman will get involved and help Roman win. And it is going to be interesting if the whole uh, AJ Rumble thing happens, which is always a long shot, but what I predict, AJ coming up against Heyman. <laughs> then they have a massive distaste for each other, especially AJ towards Heyman. That would be uh, whether WWE could make, because AJ specifically requests only to be on the different show to Heyman. Yeah. So whether they could make that work or not, I don't know, but it'd be cool to see it. That would be funny. They could have some good promos. <laughs> yeah, it'd be real. It won't be scripting yeah, that one. It would be real. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's day one. Now I'll do that. Year in review then, 2021. Let me open my notes. It's done. Right. Yeah, I've got so, my notes. Yeah, I'll remind as well now. Uh, got a few different categories, so we'll we'll go go up. So rookie slash breakout star of the year. Yeah, was that in the notes? I haven't got that in mine. I've not got it in mine either. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, you have, you, have you added to this recently? I added to it like on the day that I first sent it. You fill for time and I'll have a think. Do, Dooley put Dooley, because I, I sent it to you all and said, is there anything I'm missing? And Dooley, Dooley said Dooley, why is he getting involved? <laughs> but I thought it was a good one. I, I, I straight away just went Donny Martin because I was like, in, in a time when you're watching wrestling and there's so much and as Sexy Kev was saying like you've got your phone beside you and you can get distracted his match when he fought Kenny Omega to open that dynamite it made me stop everything I was doing and I was like who's this guy and then yeah, obviously since, since, since then he's he's gone on and he's you know he's getting in the storyline now with um with Leo and Team Taz and that so it, he's been one that's really stood out for me this year Anyone spring to your two, mate? You don't have to have one. <laughs> um, um, I want to say, is it Hickam and Jarrow? The NXT guy with the jackets? Yeah. I like yeah. him. He's not been used, but I like him. That's all I've got <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, and apparently now he's been wasted in NXT 2.0. Um, they had like jacket day or something a while back. Jacket apparently. time. Jacket time. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, his, his, his couple of matches in the... Um, Ah, uh, why is it the breakout tournament? tournament? The breakout tournament. Yeah, I enjoyed them. He didn't get enough 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 time there. Yeah, I agree with that. He's good. Anyone, we can't all pick the same one. Anyone jump to your <laughs> sorry, Jim. It's fine. 
Anyone jump into mine, Paul, in this surprise category? A rookie breakout star, yeah. Ty Conti. Yeah. Beginning of the year, she was on Dark and dark. Elevation. And then by the end of the year, she's main eventing against uh, Britt Baker for the women's title and having bangers every single week, isn't she? So I, I, I'd, I'd go for Ty. I didn't plan for that category, so you've, you've thrown me in it there, but she's the she's the one that stands out for me, definitely. Mm. You've been a big fan of her before when, when she was in NXT, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I remember mentioning her ages ago when I, I saw one of her matches on... Um, I think it might have been a dark or, or something like that. And I said, like, she's really good. Because I knew her from the MMA stuff. I said, she's really good. Awesome. But she, she, I mean, she's really come on, aren't she? Like, really, really good. And character and everything. Um, work on the mic. It, it, it's all massively improved. So I'll go for Ty Conti for me. Oh, right, not speak English as a first language, but it doesn't mean to say she can't cut a promo, Vince. Right. Yeah. You, can, learn, you got, can learn a thing from that. She's got tremendous <sighs> facials as well. Oh, she's, got, got, she's got, like, Nadia from Bake Off style face. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's Did just see... so emotional. Yeah. Did you see the thing on um, I can't remember it was on Instagram or Twitter with uh, Sammy Guevara this week there was a few of them and Sammy had like the camera on him and he was like oh um, and Ty Conti was in the background and Sammy was like have you heard the rumours and she was like what and he was like apparently we're screwing and Ty Conti looked at the camera and she looked down at her own body and went really? <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah. and it was well funny it was perfect it was. Sammy just started pissing himself laughing and then it just cut off but it was really good how she did it yeah it's fabulous I like that I like that choice Right, all ones that are now on the list. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, you can be happy now. Storyline of the year. I went first then, so I'll go last here. Um, Paul, you go first because you went last. Uh, Hangman and Omega, storyline of the year. Um, is it a clean sweep for everybody? That it has to be, doesn't it? It has, to be, it has yeah. to be. It's been the biggest, bestest slow burn. Yeah, it was brilliant. It, it was brilliant. And the way they finished it was brilliant. And all credit to Kenny for fighting through the injury and getting that done the way they did. Um, yeah, superb. And, you know, we're all in agreement there, aren't we? You'd be hard pressed to find any storyline just because of the longevity of it as well. Yeah. And it's kept everyone so engrossed in it all year pretty much I think it's been great so yeah I'll, I'll go for that at no point have you been like oh I'm bored of this you're like no. I want to see Hangman succeed he, he deserves it yeah but I don't I, I don't whether you were there like at the, the, the start of AW when they were like Hangman's your face here you go here he is and everyone was like we fucking hate him boo yeah and he got that, booed was, and that, stuff. Was, that was when he fought Jericho right and lost yeah, yeah. but yeah. he was pushed down the throats quite a, like and Roman Reigns he was Roman Reigns uh, right. yeah and he went away and said well apparently he went away and said let's do this properly i've got all this history with all these people let's fucking use it yeah and they have and it has been i think this is a story for the ages i think people will look back on this as one of those like i don't want to say undertaker sean michaels sort but you know just those things of they're just great i can't think of any of the sort of long-term storytelling that's ever been done in wrestling to this level the great, the great thing about Hangman and Omega is it's not over either yet. Oh, yeah. we've got so much more to come. It's not like Kenny's going to come back and we know there's going to be something with Adam Cole and all that, but in, way down the line in the future, they're going to go again. He's going to want that belt yet. back, yeah. I think he's yeah. still entitled to a rematch, isn't it? Yeah, it's not finished the, yet. It's the AEW version of Rock and Austin. Yeah. That's probably, yeah, your best, your best thing yeah. to it. Yeah, A bit more. And, and the, the levels to it really where you're rewarded for watching the weekly shows and but you're also rewarded even more if you've watched the BTEs and, and seen all the bits that have gone on there because yeah. um, it was was it John with that DVD when yeah. he says Hangman drops that DVD on the side that time and I never picked it up like but it oh it's just like his goodbye from from yeah, yeah. it's it's just I don't know it is a I, soap opera for men <laughs> <laughs> I also thought the my last bit to add on that that the the young books nod was like an equivalent of sorry I love you 
Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that I was mean, fantastic. I didn't expect that. And not just that, but the standing in the corners when he asked them to stand in his corner against Jericho and they said no. So for the two of them to be stood in the physical corner and then nodding at him going, yes, it's your yeah. time. That, that was, I, I didn't see that say, coming. No. Didn't see that coming. Makes me weep. It was. Um, yeah. Clean sweep on that one. Um, biggest surprise of the year. I mean, <laughs> there's lots, Joe. You get to go first on uh, this one. My biggest surprise of the year. Uh, was Nick motherfucking Gage appearing in AEW? <laughs> I didn't expect that. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, when they were doing them trials of Jericho thing, and then they just went, nah, nah. and Nick Gage comes out, and I was like, Nick Gage is on national television, and he's going to cut a bitch. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just that thing one. that AEW, again, we fucking bum AEW something chronic on this podcast, but they did the things we like. They took someone who is like a, a legendary cult underground figure and went, here's 25 minutes on television and Chris Jericho's body. Yeah. How about <laughs> it? Like, I mean, there's probably more shocking stuff, but that was the one thing that I was like, yeah, that's a good one, fuck, this is real. <laughs> that's a good one, yeah. Paul? Adam Cole's debut, AEW. I just didn't expect it at all. I didn't expect it. So soon after the NXT thing, I knew we were going to get Brian, but I don't think anyone, like, you could tell by the pop when he came out, nobody expected Cole as well on yeah, that yeah. night. I watched I was it back just like, ahead of I this. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't believe it when he came out. That would be the biggest surprise for me. Um, superb. Uh, yeah, I've gone, because I couldn't fit it into another category from earlier on, um, CM Punk's return. Because if you'd have told me at the start of this year that CM Punk would be back wrestling full-time, at the very least, he got that into moment into category three there, mate. That's where I can't get that in there. Oh, okay. okay. So I had I've, to find a way to put this in. I've kind of got something similar in there, but in a different category. But yeah. Yeah, I had to find a way. But but when I actually sat back and reflected on it, I was like, things you'd have told me at the start of 2021, I wouldn't have believed that one at all. Well, yeah, an honourable mention to also WWE letting Bray Wyatt go. <laughs> as biggest surprise of the year because can we have a biggest fuck up of the year because <laughs> that would be that wouldn't it yeah the man that shifted more merch than fucking Hogan ever done yeah, yeah. the biggest yeah. fuck up of the year would be WWE letting letting go Cole and Wyatt well they tried they tried to keep Cole they fucked up so much that he was gone yeah they released Wyatt they were just like yeah bye to be honest on the, on the biggest on this new category of biggest fuck up and I know Butchers <laughs> I know 6.1 I know Butchers <laughs> said it but they fucked very white up constantly every yeah, iteration yeah, of the character yeah. the biggest fuck up is carrying cross like he is as butcher ah, said fuck, yeah he, yeah he is he is vince's wet dream yeah along with scarlet that that that's the biggest fuck up for me yeah. <laughs> um surprise category Love biggest surprise of the year shout um fucking scarlet going in and popping out that fucking um power bomb she done or whatever it were yeah uh, yeah, it was sort of like a. Um, it was like a no, it was like a weird um, Panama sunrise sunset flip yeah, sort of yeah. uh, cold red thing, weren't it? Yeah. What did they What did they call that move when and- like Andrade used to do it to Rey Mysterio? What was it when they fought? What What did they call it? It's like a. I don't fuck they knows, it like mate. something. Was it something driver or something? Tiger driver. No, you know. When- no, it's it's like a cold red or a Canadian destroyer. Yeah. That's it, Canadian destroyer. Yeah. It was like a modified version of that, weren't it? The Scarlet. Well, she just like... come in, didn't she? And just pick that guy up, fucking slammed him into the ground, and was like, "Peace." Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you know, she's been in NXT for like a year now, and you've done that with her about <laughs> glue shit to her face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got two surprise categories in this one. <laughs> um, next one, I, I'm I'm going to guess this will be a clean sweep. Pay per view of the year. One, two, three. Full gear. AEW all out. All out. out. Oh. I said full gear. Oh, you go, Paul. Why? Ooh. Full gear. Yeah, because I was looking at the cards. Hold on. You guys went with all out, did you? Yeah. Yeah. 
of Punk returning, Brian debuting, Murder Grandpa debuting, Ruby Soho debuting. Let me see why I went with... Uh, Adam Cole. Ah, uh, yes. Full gear. Um, Danielson and Miro. Mm. Uh, Lucha Brothers against FTR. Uh. Um, Britt Baker and Ty Conti. CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. Uh, and Hangman beating Kenny Omega. Yeah, that's why I went for foot. Oh, MJF against Darby Allen. I just oh, thought yeah. it was an amazing pay per view. Yeah, you've, you've gone match. for the you've gone for the the pure wrestling. Yeah, of it. Real, like, I can get. every match, I was like, this is amazing. Full gear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See that one. All out though. You got there's not a not a I mean you had your ten man rumble thing, no one cares. Miro beating Eddie Kingston, Moxley defeating Kojima, Britt Baker and Murder defeats, Grandpa coming out and Murder Grandpa coming out at the end. Yeah, uh, Britt Baker beats Chris Statlander by a submission, was which was good. We had the fucking the tag team match of the year. Yeah, uh, the, the women's casino royale where Ruby Soho debuts. Uh, we had Chris Jericho defeating MJF, which isn't great, but yeah, um, it, it was the retiring from in-ring competition. No, no, no. We had the CM Punk's first match against Darby Allen. We had that one where everyone went for a wee. <laughs> and then Omega versus Cage, Christian Cage, that is. Yeah. Not, where is he now, Brian Cage? Yeah, that main yeah. event, even though what happened afterwards was good, the main event doesn't touch Kenny and Hangman yeah. for me at full no. gear. From a wrestling point of view. Well, full then gear. you've got that tag team match in there. I understand. Women, I, I completely understand the your point. Title, the women's title match doesn't touch Britain. CM Ty Punk Conti. fighting for the first time ever against Darby Allen. Yeah, but all but Punk against Eddie was a better but match. His match against Eddie was a better yeah, match. I think it's you've got your for me though you've got your your pure wrestling pay per view and the emotion. In, in terms of a, a just like a great pay per view, yeah. apart from the Paul White QT Marshall match, which was actually pretty good <laughs> to be honest, like for, <laughs> for the three minutes it went, it went for three minutes. Give him time. Uh, it was a better, I thought, tighter pay-per-view. It was just like, there was not a missed beat. Every match just went out and they fucking slapped hard. Yeah. I, I think, personally, yeah. I think the same about Full Gear. It, it's nice that we've got two that we think the same thing yeah. about, really, because, yeah. you know, it, it, both those pay-per-views. I can't name two WWE pay-per-views that both slapped as equally hard as each other this year. But hey, we've got <laughs> two Mania that. Night 1, possibly. Was that the one yeah, with Bad Bunny? Mania Night 1 was good, yeah. 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 Other than that, couldn't tell you. Yeah. Oh, um, on my uh, rookie break, out of the year, I had special mention to Bad Bunny because yeah. he deserves a bit of credit for yes, what he did. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I can't argue with Full Gear and can't argue with All Out. They're both, both crackers. Yeah. Looking forward to more to come. Uh, promo of the year. Um, I'll get this one. I I went for Punk and Eddie on the Rampage. Ooh. I know MJF won and that gets a lot of mentions because um all the WWE callbacks and that, but I like this one calling back on history between them and Ring of Honor history. And Eddie Eddie basically made a match out of something that was just seen random and it was such a good promo. Um so I'm gonna go for that one. Um also a special mention 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 to Mero's ongoing promos against God because they are super <laughs> angry against the creator <laughs> isn't he <laughs> even though he blessed him with a flexible life he's still angry he is that's a 2020 goal we see Lana appear and Nero can be happy yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Paul you know, I, went for, I went for Punk and MJF because mm. I just loved it and I've watched it loads of times since I loved it I think the, the, the you know Punk calling him a like a less famous Miz and uh, you know like MJF the pop when he said, um, "You oh, can't man. see me, man, or the King of Kings." Everyone was like, "Whoa!" Because you don't, you don't really mention Triple H. Like, I mean, he's one person that you shouldn't really mention. You don't, you don't cross reference brands, yeah. And yeah. the fact that he mentioned Triple H, it was like, "Whoa, fucking hell!" Like, it, I, I thought it was great. So yeah, um, I'm gonna go Punk and MJF. Really enjoyed that one. Sure. 
Uh, I'm going to go again with MJF, but the promo that he cut after his match with Darby Allen, where he was like, you all thought I was a joke. You all thought yeah. I was all talk and no trousers. That was good. And yet, and yet here I am once again, the fucking winner. Yeah. And it, again, MJF, I mean, literally, uh, I had about five of these, of MJF just bit, MJF versus Darby Allen, when he's like, the wrong person died in that car crash. I'm like, yeah. fucking hell, son, wind your neck in. Yeah, but M- MJF, uh, I would cautiously estimate, is the best promo man. Yeah. And also yeah, can agree. fucking wrestle. Well, yeah. it, was, it was that one after that where he just was just angry that people didn't take him seriously and he had to prove it. it yeah. It's not as fun as the uh, the CM Punk one, but it's real. It can, it shows he can do these things and it, it, it adds layers to an otherwise incredibly layered character. Mm. He's like a fucking tiramisu. <laughs> <laughs> no, an opera cake. What's the one that's made of like loads of layers of little bits of cake? One of them. Another one, yeah. Mint meat yeah. trifle. Yeah, let's um, say that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd agree. MJF's probably the best best promo. Um, I'll support in. Well, I think if Butcher was here, he'd be saying a Jay White promo. I've not seen it, but I just saw that he'd put on Twitter something about the Jay White promo, so I have to check that one out. Um, also, uh, Adam Page's cowboy shit one did hit hit you in the feels. In, I wouldn't like, say promo of the year, but it was a, a in, feeling. In, in one. terms of, it's not really a promo, but the opening package before they all came out, and it was the the new Hangman music. And it was a cowboy doesn't need, he gets up. And the spotlights came down. Mm. That still gets me. Now, I can't listen to that piece of music without like genuinely (laughs) feeling a bit sad inside. Just because it's an incredibly emotive piece of music. But also, it's the story of Hangman, which we've already said is all of our story of the year. That is true. Moment of the year, I struggled on this. Well, I had one that I went straight to, which I ended up sticking with, which is why I had to move Punk. Um, but there's so many you could throw in here. Joe? I literally went for Punk's debut. Yep. For me, get. nothing got more traction, um, more stuff, more people talking than it, more people who I haven't spoken to in years going, oh, you watch wrestling, don't you? Have you seen CM Punk's back? I was like, yes, yes, I have. I mean, fucking everyone showed up for a recording because CM Punk came back. How yeah. rare is that to get five of us on the internet at the same time? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You see what I mean? These things are special. Oh, yeah. I can't argue it. I've got it there as my special mention. <laughs> Paul? It was my moment of the year as well. We've not heard a pop like it. No. We've had some big pops this year, but nothing beat that. Nothing yeah. beat that. It, 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 they timed it perfect. It was in Chicago. Um, they gave him time. It was, yeah. It, 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 it came out. Watched it with you. We watched it live together. And... Uh, it was 3 a.m. Uh, Bloody hell, it wasn't it? It's Rampage, isn't it? Yeah, it was Rampage, yeah. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. start. Yeah, because we said we set our alarms to watch the last hour of SmackDown and then watch Rampage, didn't we? I come round to yours at like 3 in the morning and we watched it. And nothing, nothing beat that for me this year. That was the moment when his music hit and the whole package, the promo, everything. That that was, yeah, superb. The fact that he put over Rick Baker, he put over Darby Allen, and while he was in Chicago getting those kind of reactions, yeah, nothing, nothing tops that this year for me. Yeah. Um, What's yours? I'd actually completely forgot about the, <laughs> the punk one, to be honest. I got, that's what I was like, shit. I was watching back things to try and get my moment. Um, more from a personal one. Uh, the, the one that came straight to my, my head was the, the moment before the um, night one main event with Sasha and Bianca. Yeah. Because and Cole's proudest punch, this is the first time two black women have main evented. Like, punk is a moment, like, Yes, in, in the wrestling one, but this one, as I as I said when we had um 
uh, Jenna on the pod. Like this allowed me to have a conversation with my son the next day about why this was special. It allowed me to have a conversation with him about what he sees at school and what he's been taught at school. And for me, like nothing can can beat that. The wrestling fan inside me is punk. Absolutely is punk. But um, as a Sasha fan and the, the, the dad inside me, that was a moment of the year because wrestling allowed me to have a conversation with my son that I wouldn't have been able to have naturally. And it was a moment. And that is that is historic. They won, like you're saying, that punk moved the needle on that. They won ESPYs off this. They, yeah. like, oh, no, what, I mean... what came off the back of it, how they've shit on it since is an issue. Yeah. Yes. But when we get to the, the, the matches of the year, I think I may have misread the briefing of this somewhat. <laughs> no, but it's all open to interpretation. That's like, I've put Punk in because it was a moment of the year, but that that's the first one that came to my head for that, and it's not the last time I'll say it either. Um, match of the year, then. Um, uh, let's do the women's just because that is also my match of the year. <laughs> so there Same you go. for me as well, match of the year, Bianca and Sasha. Yep. yep. Uh, but I'd like to give an honourable mention to the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker lights out match. Exactly what I put in there as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. The WrestleMania one, like you said, is fucking groundbreaking was an excellent match as well um like you special you can't moves. take that I away do. from them yeah it wasn't like it was shit um and they had special moves i appreciate that when you're in a big match and a big pay-per-view yeah out moves you don't normally do yeah um yeah yep. but not to take anything away uh, but the brit baker thunder rosa one cemented brit baker as a legitimate wrestler and made me love thunder rosa even more if that's possible match. probably one of my favorite dynamite dynamite matches ever because it's absolute bash <laughs> it, inter- it, it shows how much um, I mean we came on and did a special pod about how much WWE fucked up Bianca but this Bianca Sasha match is the first thing in our review of the year that any of us have talked about that's WWE related yeah because everything yeah. else has been AEW yeah so that you know that shows how good it was and it shows how quickly they fucked it up like yeah. we said exactly um, I'm going to rewatch that after we finish, I think, just yeah. to cheer myself up a wee bit. It was good. Yeah, yeah I, I rewatched it before this. Um, just to, oh, just as you that, said, because at the moment of the year. Where they both stare at each other. Yeah. yeah. And they're both about to cry. And just um, Sasha goes, No, we've got to fucking do this. Yeah. And yeah. you go, Just fucking draw you. <laughs> I rewatched it because I was like, Is it still the match of the year? Because I was obviously, there was a lot of emotion around it. And I wanted to watch it back for the match. And yeah, it's still. To be enough. honest, there's been loads of great women's matches this year. Probably uh, in terms of technical wrestling or thingy, but just in terms of what that match was. Yeah, huge. Barney, Barney was sat next to me and I was watching it. And the bit when uh, Bianca picks her up from the outside and walks her back in three. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Oh, yes, yeah. She's a stocky Jesus. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I didn't rewatch that because I knew how good that was, but I rewatched Charlotte and Becky at Survivor Series just to see how close it got to it because that was very good. And all okay. the build up to it with them hating each other, I was like, I remember really looking forward to that, but we're all talking about it weren't we on the pod that yeah, week? Was, I was yeah. really looking forward to that one, and that was a great match as well. But it didn't quite top Sasha Bianca for me. No, and the but fish. that shows how good Sasha Bianca was because Charlotte and Becky bangs every time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it was great, and I'll never forget the the video that someone took of Sasha at ringside after the match. Yeah, she, she was smiling. smiling. Yeah, yeah, massive um, big well up her tummy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Barney watched it. She went, the hell? Oh, was that, mate, was that her? Our, I was like, yeah, it, look at her side. <laughs> was it not? Was Jenna not there? She said, like, you could hear that crack at the back of the arena. Yeah, I asked her, yeah. <laughs> could you hear it? Yeah, since you could. Um, women's will do the tag, because it's been mentioned already. 
I know what me and Joe's are. What's yours, Paul? Yeah, Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks in the Steel Cage. Yeah, yeah, superb. One of the best, probably the best tag match I've ever watched. Never mind this year, the best, the best tag match I've ever watched. Ludicrous nonsense from start to finish. Yeah, like up there, I'd have to watch them back, but it was, it reminded me of the Edge and Christian Hardy Boys, Dudley Boys days. Yeah, yeah. If you put Lucha Brothers. Young Bucks and FTR in the same match, oh, like a TLC match. That Jesus would be just Christ. as good as that back in the day with Edge and Christian, Hardy Boys and the Dudleys. Because those three teams, those yeah. three teams are on that level, aren't they? I think they really are on that level. I think oh, they yeah. could. I think they could take it beyond. Yeah, I yeah. think they'd be coming up with new, interesting ways to hurt each other. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, superb. Never seen a tag match like it. Brilliant. Agree. Nothing to add. Oh, good storytelling as well. <laughs> yeah, didn't it? There's a trainer um, covered in safety pins, mate. What more do you fucking need? <laughs> Joey, I think you're going to upset some people who's calling it trainer. But, you know. All right. What's it called? Sneaky shoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, the men's then. I really struggled on this because I had a lot. Um, I'm going to go last because it's funny. Paul, what are you going for? Um, Butcher will be proud of this one. I've actually gone uh, my first uh, New Japan uh, thing in my review of the year. Um, I've gone for uh, Wrestle Kingdom, which was at the beginning of the year, interestingly enough. Uh, Jay White against Kota Ibushi um, nice. for the title. Uh, I, I, I watched it back then. I watched it live um, because I was really, I'm a big Jay White fan and I was really invested in, in that story. Um, and I believe it's either the longest ever Wrestle Kingdom match or the longest ever Wrestle Kingdom championship match because they went for about 48 49 minutes i think it was and just start to finish it just slapped it was absolutely brilliant it was it was technical wrestling but hard hitting like dragging off walter hard hitting it like they battered each other but with technical wrestling in there as well and there were so many near falls and and it, it was just, and great storytelling in terms of a men's match Apart from the match that I've gone for for my overall match of the year, which is also a men's match, that would be next on my list. So I've gone for that as my men's because it's not quite my overall. But I've not enjoyed another men's match this year like I enjoyed that one. Superb. And if anyone's not watched it who's listening to the pod, go and watch it because it's fantastic. I remember Butcher saying, you need to go and watch that. And he sent me the link through. And I was like, bam. Because because the crowd are quiet because of COVID, you can hear everything. Yeah. Isn't that that the one where um, Jay White throws him in the corner and goes, it's the Fucking Tokyo Dome. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was just superb from start to finish. Um, it, like, if you put Pete Dunne in a match with like Dragonoff and just let them go for an hour, that's what it would be like. And like, you know, just imagine them them two in a technical wrestling match where they also batter each other to bit in terms of elbow shots and chest chops, and it was just great. It was yeah, really really good. So that's my men's match of the year. Really enjoyed it, and that was in January. So that that that, that it shows that it, it's uh it's kept its place all year. For me, that that's yeah, early, nice. yeah, yeah. Um, Joe, uh, it has been alluded to previously, but for me, uh, MJF versus Darby at full gear. It, it sort of cemented MJF as a legitimately good wrestler because we've never really seen him do. He had squash matches, or he cheated to win before, but this and it also made Darby Allen a legitimate wrestler as opposed to a crash test dummy. Um, it went what 20, 20 something minutes, uh, was it yeah. that? Yeah, just under. Yeah, um, but it was it was a, an excellent sort of school of how to do a wrestling match, how to you know how to just just pace these things out really really well. It, it's it cemented them as the the pillars of AW that they they are really. Yeah, yeah, can't argue with that. That match blew me away. I remember watching it and I was like, oh. <laughs> um, 
I interpreted this differently. So you've obviously got something else to come out of the bag here, Paul. Um, I had a few. This is the only category where, other category where I started to think a little bit on on some WWE matches. Walter Dragunov was outstanding. Um, definitely the best match of NXT this year. Um, the only main roster match, Seth and Edge, the Hell in a Cell match was actually a worthy Hell in a Cell match and it was an outstanding match and it had story to it. Um, Brian Reigns isn't talked about enough yeah. on SmackDown. SmackDown, brilliant. Brian's, Brian's last, last match. match. Yeah, brilliant. That is, and, and the debut of final boss Reigns because that's when yeah. he got his new music. Um, obviously, you had Brian Omega. And the reason I've gone last here, Joe, is because I'm actually going to go for, uh, now I've watched it without the fever dream, the, the match against Hangman, the hour-long match. Um because I've watched it without thinking Mankind was in it. And it's a, it's a it's an outstanding match. It didn't feel like 60 minutes. Um, it legitimised Hangman as a champion. And the, the ending of it is just electric. So I'm I'm going for I'm going for that one. It was that thing on the day when we all watched it and like half of you were like, I didn't get it. I thought it was shit. And then on the day you went, well, I was dreaming that Mankind was there. I was like, no. Did you, did you the- hear what I thought about that, Paul? Because I never put it in the group. No, no. Right. I, I I remember you texting saying that you weren't keen, but I was thinking I've just watched that and it was great. So, so I, I woke up at half five, like an hour earlier by accident. So I was like, oh, I'll put it on, put on Dynamite and I was watching that. But then I was falling in and out of sleep because I was knackered because it was half five. And I was dreaming that Mankind was in the match. <laughs> and I, I was kind of waking up in and out of Mankind being in the match in my dreams. Like Mick Foley Mankind, yeah? Mick Foley Mankind, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then all of my there was other people as well um, that was in there, but he was always oh, adding flavour to it now. No, there was. I just can't remember the other ones who were in there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you mankind won. won. And then I woke up for the last two minutes of the actual map. Why is Cactus Jack not breaking this yeah. pin up? Bang, bang. Yeah. So I had to, we, we recorded the pod and I mentioned that I went away and watched it. I was like, oh, this is good. And then I rewatched it again the other night. So I watched yeah. it twice since. So I'm going for that as my, my men's match of the year. I'm also going possibly for it as my my overall match of the year because I just interpreted it as I'm going to choose one of these three. Ah, so, okay, uh, okay what... I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I, I chose, uh, yeah, like I picked an overall, which was in my opinion above the three categories, the men's, women's and tag. I just went with the, the number one, the best match that I watched all year as the overall. Go, go. Over to go. Yeah. I went with that one, Hangman and Omega. Yeah. Oh! Uh, sorry, not Hangman and Omega, Hangman and, and Danielson. Yeah. Uh, the one hour, yeah, uh, the one hour one. I went for Dragonoff versus Walter. I went for Dragonoff versus Walter. Did you? Nice. That, it was good. Yeah. It was very good. Just, uh, the first one was better for me. I checked when it was, and that was last year. <laughs> just didn't, yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I but, said to you, Ellis, I checked when Moxley and Omega was the bad wire <laughs> death match, and that was this year. That was in March this year. Yeah. And I loved that. I, it wasn't the best wrestling match in the world, but I loved it. The bar, the, the one where he suplexed him onto barbed wire at the end, that mm. was this year. It was in March. Exploding um, barbed wire death match. Yeah. yeah. And I thought I was going to go for that, but then I thought mm, it just wasn't as good as Danielson and, and Hangman. So I went for that as my overall. Yeah. I've said I've put in it it's a year of the dragon basically. <laughs> um Joe, why Walter Dragon Um just because a, the build-up to it was really great. Yeah. Like, you had Dragunov being like, yeah, this time I'm coming back and I know what I'm doing. And Walter just going, ha, 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 while covered in gold. Because, like, yeah, he, he cannot be killed by conventional weapons, can he? And it's it's some hype to live up to that first match, isn't it? Because that first one is ludicrous nonsense. I've had friends of mine who don't watch wrestling text me going, fucking hell, are they still alive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, 
and the second one isn't isn't as good because it never is. Is it? the sequel's never as good as the original? But they went out there. They, I mean, Terminator Two, but mm. <laughs> but they went out there and they did what they needed to do, and they put on an absolute just murder class. And for that, I thank them. And also, it's the one good thing NXT have put out this yeah. year. <sighs> it's, 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 again, the first one is still better, but yeah, I can't. I, can't, I had to. I, had to I, I would literally can't just keep putting more AW shit down. I had, to, <laughs> I had to think of other things, and I enjoyed that match a lot when I watched it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was a superb one. Good choices. Uh, which leads us to finish with uh, wrestler of the year. So we'll kick off with the tag teams. Who are you going for, Paul? I don't think you put tag teams in there. I thought you just put like, uh, female. Yeah. No, it's been, it's been added in recently. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. I thought if you're doing male, female, then you wouldn't have a tag team as a male. So I put, well, I'll go then. I put Young Bucks as my tag team just because they've they, they, been involved in everything. Good. Uh, given what you said earlier, Paul, you may go for someone else. But uh, storyline wise and stuff they've been involved in and the matches with the, the Lucha Bros, I'm going to go for the Young Bucks. I'm probably going to go for the Lucha Brothers then just because I think that. Everything they've done this year has been excellent yeah. from start to finish. I could go FTR, like I said, you know, like I said before, but all the all the Lucha Brothers matches, including the match of the year, tag match of the year, yeah. you know, yeah, the Young Bucks were in that, but I just think the Lucha Brothers, some of the stuff that they've done, um, it, yeah, I'm going to go for Lucha Brothers as uh, tag, my tag team of the year then. Yep, Joe. Uh, I'm going to go Rogue, and I'm going to go Pretty Deadly from NXT UK. Ooh. If you yeah. haven't, I mean, I it's, an, it's, it's an hour a week. You really should watch NXT UK because it fucking bangs. Yeah. Um, but there, I think they've had two matches against Mustache Mountain, which both. have, uh, yeah, both been tremendous. I mean, you've you've picked two, 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 you know, the two I would have gone for. So let's let's give a bit of a, a thing out to some British boys. Um, yeah, they're, they're both really good. They're both tremendous wrestlers. Uh, it's it's very good UK wrestling. Good, nice choice. Um, female, I'm going to go last because I struggled. I said it would have been Belair, but then SummerSlam mm. is what I've actually written. <laughs> so I've not actually committed. Joe? Mine's, it, it, it's, 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 it's four Bs. It's, uh, I'm tied between Bianca Belair for that, that brief run she had and just the smile on her face at WrestleMania when she held that belt up and her mum's like trying, was it a dad trying to climb over the fucking barrier to yeah. yoga and shit? But they didn't out with it. And so it's Britt Baker. She cemented herself again, similar thing. They tried to push her as a face when she came out and she was like, doesn't work. Let me go out and do my own thing. She's now more over as a heel um, than, yeah. than, most, than most faces are. Yeah. Uh, she has sort of not carried uh, the women's division, but, has, has has borne a lot of the weight of it. She's she's made a, 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 a not saying that like um, Shida and and Rio didn't, but she seems to have made a legitimate threat by sticking her face in a thumbtacks. You know, she's a fucking lunatic. She'll do what she needs to do to keep over that belt. Yeah. Oh. Mine's going to be the curveball in this uh, in this conversation. I think I told you Alex on the text message. I'm going to go for Diana Perazzo, my women's wrestler of the year, um, best female technical wrestler on the planet by a by quite a long way. To be fair, 
Um, if you've ever watched her, you've not watched her, watch her. And knockouts, champion in Impact pretty much all year. Women's Wrestler of the Year in Impact. She just got that like last week, I think it was, when they did the awards. And she went and won the AAA women's title as well. Um, and every match is just a banger. And I can't wait. Hopefully 2022 is the year where she shows up in AEW and starts having matches against Ty Conti, Britt Baker, yes. Statlander, Ruby Soho. Oh, yeah. She, she, she's so good. And um, nobody as a technical wrestler... And a, a character work as well because she's a bit of a bitch and she, she, she's dead good with, with the mic and it, it's yeah she, if you've not watched her I, you know people listening I recommend going watching her because she's on another level in my opinion to even your, your best ones in WWE so I'm going to go for Deonna for mine bit of a the first the first sort of impact thing that's been mentioned really but yeah. well deserved in my opinion yeah can't argue with that but because there's not quite much of her I can't go over I'll um... uh, question though is Serena Deep still an active wrestler in AEW or is she moved into mentoring now no no idea because Parazzo um, Parazzo versus Deep would fucking yeah. go she's still on the AW roster right. so. I read a thing the other day saying that it was about her training and stuff but it might have just been her training other people right. but yes that <laughs> make it happen please yeah um, yeah I, I said I would have gone Bianca um I'll stick with Bianca just because of that first half of the year and I'll erase everything after SummerSlam. Um, but Brit, Brit would be the other one for me, yeah. Um, men's then to finish off, last one. Paul. Roman Reigns. thought you were going to say Roman. Roman Reigns. It was tough. It was tough. Um, the consistency. It's just the consistency of the work and the consistency of, you know, of the matches. Kenny's obviously... It was between Roman and Kenny, right? And obviously Kenny's had such a good year, but towards the end of the year, he's not... In the last couple of months, he's not... He's not been he's not been there. Obviously, he's been injured and things like that. And then we've seen really good storylines with Danielson and with the Cole and the books and stuff develop while Kenny's been away. You take Roman away from SmackDown and there's nothing. There's zero. There's nothing. He's, he's in WWE. He's absolutely irreplaceable. I think in terms of on the mic, the work that he does in the ring, the work that he's done with the Usos, with Heyman. Every rivalry has had KO. The stuff with KO was brilliant. The stuff with uh, Brock has been good. Stuff with Daniel Bryan as he was back then. Edge, brilliant, brilliant year. Um, and he's and he's been there every single week carrying it. Um, is irreplaceable. Kenny's obviously a massive world star, but AEW have done really good to. Um, like get people excited about other things while Kenny's been injured for the last few months. Uh, if Roman got injured, WWE would be in big trouble, big big trouble. So that's that's why I'm going to go for him. I think I said this a while back. Was that AEW's roster is in such a way now that you can remove John Moxley, you can remove Eddie Kingston, you can remove some of your big hitters, and they're not missed. You can build stories around them not being there. You know what? But they don't, don't even have think to it's be the there. Roster. It's the booking. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll it's take that. Yeah. The different because WWE's roster is, is on par with it. WWE's top 30 male stars is well on par with AEW's top 30 oh. male stars, but it's the way they're booked. Yeah. It's the different yeah. it's the way they're booked. So AEW are booking things with Adam Cole, the young books, Danielson or um Hangman. Like and, they have like a and you're thinking, <laughs> wow. If you take Roman Reigns out of WWE, you really fear for not just SmackDown, the company in general. <laughs> like you really do. And I and think yet, that, and yet they're getting rid of COVID checks. Yeah. <laughs> he's been he's been too good for me. And I've said on numerous times on the pod night, he's the only reason I've watched WWE this year. Pretty yeah. much feel. Even when Becky comes back and you know it, it, Roman is why I've been watching every single week because he just gets better and better. So I'm gonna go for Roman. Yeah, can't argue. It's a good point on impact if he wasn't there yeah um i just went just went for kenny if you'd have asked me 
five months ago, six months ago, I'd maybe have gone Roman. Um, I just think because he's had an impact across multiple brands, knowing he was doing it injured. Yeah. Um, that, didn't we? yeah. That, 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 the injury part, I think, swung it like to, to be doing what he did across yeah. <laughs> so many brands. Um, but I think the ultimate thing that, that swung it for me was uh, full gear, like the impact of him losing it. Has, has culminated a story that was storyline of the year and he was a huge yeah. part of that. If Roman had lost it this year, maybe, and made someone, then maybe with him. I have wrote for Roman, though, um, character-wise, Roman, 100% Roman. His character is... I yeah. never thought we would get this. I never thought he could do this. No. Um, and there has not been... This is going back a year and a half now. I don't think there's been any story he has been involved in that has been worse than good. It is. He's been that good now that he's getting cheered yeah. as a heel. He gets mad. I don't know if you watch SmackDown, Joe, but when Roman comes out, he gets massive pops now. Oh, and I know, I know. They, and he's they, a heel. They, and he's yeah, oh, yeah. the ring, and he goes, he go. He says the name of the town. He goes, acknowledge me, and they cheer like mad. Yeah, and if only he would have got that when they tried to shove him down everyone's throat. That's yeah. what they were craving. He never and, should have been a face. No, but it, it's he's got that heel. We love it. We we like. We'd love to hate him, sort of thing now, but the 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 fans appreciate what he's doing massively now, and um, yeah, it's about time. It's close. I mean, we're blessed that we've had two two like that. I've put Brian is close, but more so on match quality. Like, yeah. I think if you'd have extended this year by another two or three months, yeah, you'd probably say Brian ended because he's now getting the character side. It was the gap for AEW. me that Brian had between finishing in WWE yeah. starting in AEW. There was a bit of a, a few months where he didn't do anything. Like, yeah. I've gone for the consistency with Roman. He's, he, he's had 12 months of work, hasn't he? Where he's not, he's not missed anything. He's I think, if, I think if you went for wrestler of the year in terms of putting on the best matches, there's no one. No, no one comes close to Daniel. No. Brian's main event at WrestleMania against Edge and Edge and Roman had that yeah. match against Roman, and then obviously all the bangers he's been having. But yeah, Joe, to finish off. Yeah, I mean, you've literally said everything that I need to say. I had Kenny Omega. Um, went to, made impact relevant. Yeah. Well, brought impact to the fore, should I say. Um, had some creative facial hair. You know, these are all things that I like. <laughs> um, and, yeah, knowing now that he was waiting for, like, three major surgeries, I think it was, and still going out and going, yeah, I can fucking do this, is a level of just absolute stupidity that I can't comprehend. Like, I appreciate, like you said, what Paul said, like what Roman Reigns has done, as in that he has carried WWE <laughs> for the past year. In terms of Raw and SmackDown, I think, because I don't even know who's on Raw anymore, but I know Roman Reigns is on SmackDown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kenny Omega has put on absolute fucking... If you look at the amount of matches that Kenny Omega has had this year that have been fucking four stars or above. I don't really rate the star system. Uh, but at least five golden Fabios or more. Then, yeah, he, he, the man, the man, he is the, the, he is the ultimate battle machine. And even when he's fucked, he still goes out there and puts the time in. I think he's got that recognition now from the, because the, there was that thing about oh, him coming from New Japan, wasn't it? And people was always just a, but they, they didn't glorified when he started, spot monkey yeah. yeah when he started in AEW oh he's not really much but he, he did take a back seat to Cody really for quite a while I'd, I think he's again I've liked what the way AEW have done I yeah. liked the fact they're building Cody up to be this megalomaniac dickhead now <laughs> was um, was Seth ever in the thoughts for you, Alex? Because I know you've loved what Seth's done this year. I didn't put him in there, but I think he is someone who needs a mention because you're saying like Roman's carried carried them Seth's 
I've, I've said Lighten it. Lighten the load. Yeah, Seth's year and a half of putting people over, carrying things, a story with Edge and that. Like he's he, he has been one of them, but I can't I can't put him on the level of Roman or Kenny. No. Because he's not had the impact of Roman or Kenny has had, but he does deserve more respect. Um, yeah, that's that's all the categories. There's no more surprise categories coming for you. <laughs> so that is uh, that's the 2021 wrap. So you're going to bust no. out a rap then. Sorry. Oh, you don't want to hear me rapping. Um, so that's it. That's 2021. So thank you everyone for listening this year, and we will we'll see you next year, 2022. Bye bye. Goodbye. Yeah, saying goodbye. Brilliant. Do that again, Joe.